Just a few film nerds breaking out of a rut Drooling over cinema that's hard and uncut Stick us in your ear, thrill to this month's picks And come and listen in, we're measuring flicks Go! We're on! Oh my god! We're fucking rolling, right, bro! Let's do it. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to Measuring Flicks. I'm Carl Hartley. I'm Max Peterson, and to my right is our special guest host for the day, the reason for the season, Bird <laughs> Peterson! <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. Uh, hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry, Merry it's Christmas. not actually Christmas, but happy holidays. Yes, it's in the. we are dropping this episode in the December. We're recording it in the we're, December. We're so we're surrounded December, by December. holidays right yeah. now. I've been a little busy at work, yeah. so when when this episode airs, it'll all be up, but uh, I haven't dropped Die Hard yet. Oh, but yeah. It's coming. Looking? It's coming. Oh, yeah. uh, well, we've recorded our third shootout. It'll be today. Point. Yeah, we got the shootout done. We're deep into the, the holiday season, and we've taken a turn. It's because right now. is it Hanukkah? Yeah, it happy is. Hanukkah, everyone! Look at you helping us be on the ball. I don't remember what day it is, guys. It's really early. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we only like ostensibly we're going to start half an hour early, and it felt like we started five hours early. Like, Why are we recording at five a.m., Maxwell? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's eight thirty-eight. It's, it's, <laughs> it's so dark. This bleak mo- These well, winter mornings. It know. is the winter morning thing. I, I love woke, a winter morning though. I woke up at seven and I was no? like. Is it 2.30? I like nothing about winter. I was like, shit, I woke up early, and I looked at my phone, and I'm like, no, 7 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is usually when I'm actually, I slept in a little bit, because normally up. I'm up at like 6, 6.30 for work. So. Up and at them, here we go. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, so we took a little bit of a turn. We started the month strong with Die Hard and Lethal, Lethal Weapon, weapon. Mm. and then we're going to do another action movie, No Hold hold On, Shut the Fuck Up and Sit Down. We're doing a horror movie today. <laughs> 1974's Black Christmas, directed by uh, A Christmas Story's Bob Clark himself. Is it really A Christmas Story? Because the beginning yeah. of this, I expected the voiceover, like... <laughs> From a Christmas story. <laughs> this we're holding Billy's up, in the, up house. in the attic. Yeah, You'll up. shoot your eye out. You'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> cunt. <laughs> Stick your red right up, baby gun, and your fat cunt. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting I, all the turkey. George's got it. Blah, I gotta fuck your mom. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I love his dad swearing, and but anyway, yeah, yeah. this this is mm-hmm. the Bob Clark of a Christmas Story fame and Porky's fame. This guy okay, directed a, a Christmas things, Story a and Porky. A lot more sense now. Okay, so this is a Canadian horror film. Uh, Ooh, to give you yeah. a little bit of background, which I loved the background on this movie. If you go and read the trip, I didn't Are even you showing me your notes. No, I'm reading my sideways oh, notes. Oh, okay. Um, this <laughs> didn't even. <laughs> Like, why am I reading your notes, man? <laughs> I didn't even make it through all the trivia, because I, I, Bird, uh, we paused it in the middle, and Bird went upstairs really quick to grab something, and I was bu- bumming through the trivia, and I was like, shit, I don't want to know all this before I finish watching the movie. Oh, fair enough, and yeah. I didn't make it all the way through, but the trivia that I got was gold. For starters, this is widely considered to be one of the first slashers, like, the, one of the slashers that... This predates, that, like, Halloween and... It predates Halloween, it predates t- uh, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street. 74, yeah, we're looking the, real early on There's the only one, like, what I would call true modern slasher that predates this, and it came out the same year, so it's very unlikely that they influenced each other, but A Texas Chainsaw Massacre came oh, out yeah, in 74 are, as well. Toby Hooper's doing completely different work in that movie. Right, but I would, so I, it's, I think it's interesting that in 74, these two movies, which I... I cannot possibly imagine we're able to influence each other because they came out so 
like on each other's heels but yeah two two movies that basically like birthed Jump the, started the genre, the genre yeah. of the slasher came out there are God, um, there is so much that gets ripped from this movie dude oh yeah like almost all the tropes of slasher movies come this. from this yeah like you can see you can even see where like meta slashers like scream mm-hmm. come from the oh phone call oh my god the phone calls dude is yeah. all of it I mean and the point of view the Michael Myers shot the whole and then when a stranger calls which yeah. is fucked up because when a stranger calls is after this yeah it this is the is. movie this where the, the movie. calls are coming from inside the house, but if you ask anyone, it's when a stranger calls. They're like, well, it's the calls are coming from in... Well, that that was an urban legend like told around the campfire story right. before it was anything. And then Black Christmas like threw it in shoehorned there. Shoehorned that in. Not shoehorn. I think they used it to great effect. Mm-hmm. Amazing yeah. effect. Um, so the there are two films, two films before this that film historians consider to be like proto slashers, which mm-hmm. is Psycho, which came out in 1960. That's and like the grandmother of all Peeping slashers. Tom, the grandmother. It's the mother in the rocking chair of all yeah. slashers. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, and Peeping Tom came out in 60 as well. So okay. 1960, we had two slashers, and then there was one other one, but I was didn't care enough to write it down. No, fair enough. Uh, so other bits of quick. So it's if, if, unless you're Hitchcock or. Or or um, I don't know whoever else mm. did that movie. peeping Tom someone I've never heard of probably yeah let's just say Rod Serling is wrong, <laughs> no, but, <it's> wrong. <laughs> but let's go with Rod Serling the director of Peeping Tom um, so this stars Margot Kidder as Barb Olivia Hussey as Jess I have a lot of trivia about Olivia Hussey oh yeah she's and uh, I knew that Miss Mr John Saxon pops up he will show up in another slasher down the road a little yeah, ways little he's nightmare on elm street. little nightmare on elm street cop i pointed that out to bird and she looked at me blankly she's like what yeah and he's I'm like, in like three of them yeah he's in the i think the first, first no three. he's in the first one he's in the third one oh, and then he's right. in like west craven's a new, new nightmare, nightmare yeah which it's is like the sixth playing one playing himself as the actor that is yeah yeah trying it's to help out nancy or not nancy the not nancy actress who plays nancy that is a really, really awesome movie west craven that was his big meta period when he was west craven when he was doing all the scream movies and stuff and i love him for it so can i hit you with some trivia yeah, on please, this movie bang it up man because you i'm gonna before we you don't have to say too much but i'm gonna go ahead and say you didn't love this movie no i didn't i found myself bored most of it but i was okay. also my my movie history brain like the cinema carl my brain was like clocking hard like holy fuck dude this is like Right. This is the blueprint for every fucking horror movie you've ever seen. Okay. And the only reason it's my fault that I was bored because my head is full of so much like modern garbage. Right. That like the pacing of this movie felt super slow where I had I watched this in 74 or 75, I would have been like completely taught and like what the fuck is going to happen? What's going on? Like the phone calls are super like disturbing. Like Definitely. they're really fucking Yeah, the phone they calls get are under great. your skin and shit, but like I not to the films, not to the movie's fault. I was bored. Right. That was my. I brought that. Okay. To it. So let, also, I had worked twenty six hours in two days and then spun this place. So, so it's probably that. Too. I was a little bit so between <laughs> between the the the. But this is like that. But that, like I said, that part of my brain and is the cinema file. The appreciator of movies was like it was clocking, dude. That right. That those gears were humming. You can see like, where it's all hardcore, coming. Hardcore, yeah. Bird, we're not gonna say we're not gonna like dive into discussion, mm-hmm. but. Loved it or hate it? What did you think? I loved it. And I was mm-hmm. actually like riveted pretty much the whole time. The beginning was a little bit slow for me. Yeah. But okay. I just was like, what is going How are they doing this? Like when they're tracing the phone call, I was like, what the yeah. fuck? How do they fucking. I bleh? found that super interesting. Like the, the old physical, technology and shit. Physically when tracing everything it. Everything was analog. I'm like, 
How did we ever do anything? There's that cra- <laughs> the one of the craziest bits was yeah, he's like running around and he's seeing like the exchanges yeah. connecting automatically, and then he he has like a little portable speaker with a like a uh, like an XLR jack, and he plugs it in, and it's like and he unplugs it, and he's like, "That's the one." <laughs> he goes running back. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. To trace a call, you had to be like, "I think this is probably the exchange." Click. Well, yeah, that was it. Danielle sure. was watching this with me. He's like, "Why is it taking him so long to trace the call?" I'm like, "Honey, because nothing, nothing is digital, babe. This is all like plugs and wires I was going to figure into out, shit. Like, Why doesn't she just look at the caller ID?" I'm right, like, "74, 74." <laughs> Didn't have that. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how he was differentiating that call from any other calls happening at that time. Like, I don't how know. The fuck? I don't know either. That's but why. That's why he works for Ma Bell. And we don't. And we don't. That's right. Okay, so quick trivia before we dive into the conversation. Um, Okay, so when they were casting Roxanne, Steve Martin movie, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, That's one of my favorite movies of all time, by the way. Steve Martin met Olivia Hussey during the... the, She plays Jess in this movie, Mm -hmm. our final girl. Um, and we, they met each other, and he goes, he was like, he fangirled. He was like, oh my god. Oh my god, you are, I'm such a huge fan You're in my favorite movie of all time You are you are one of my favorite actresses You're in the, my favorite movie And she's like, oh, Romeo and Juliet Yeah, and he goes, assuming, right? He goes, oh no, um, Black Christmas And she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, I've seen, I've literally seen Black Christmas like 30 times I watch it all the time It's my wow. fa- So Steve Martin's favorite movie At least at the time that Roxanne yeah. was being cast Oh my god Elvis Presley's favorite Christmas movie. Watched it every single year that makes on me Christmas. Smile so hard. And after he died, his family continued the tradition and watches Black Christmas every Christmas. Um, like the, when you scroll through, all you have to do go on IMDb because I didn't read them all, but go on IMDb and just work your way through the yeah. trivia. It's just fucking famous people who say this is their favorite movie. You know what's kind of creepy? What? Elvis watched this movie with us last night, and this is what I mean. So it's Christmas time. Yeah. Danielle found it'll be after Christmas. <clears throat> Danielle found at the at the um, uh, Wilson's Antiques. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she found a vintage like 1983 Elvis Presley like doll with a stand and a microphone and everything. So she shows. Oh my god! I found this rare fucking when? Doll, last when night. When did she find this doll? Yesterday. Okay. And then she brought it home, and she. Just before we spun this movie, she's like, oh, my God, I found your sister a perfect gift. And it was the Elvis Presley doll. Yeah. And then she sat it down on the couch. So you watched this movie next to an Elvis Presley yeah. doll. Yeah. See, now, what? in the chaos in the chaos magic tradition <laughs> that I have You literally just watched it with Elvis. I'm no, steeped in. That is called a synchronicity. And that's a heavy motherfucking synchronicity, <laughs> sir. So you're going to want to move out of your house wherever oh, you live. No, I'm not. Because that's gonna... haunted as shit. Like, <laughs> have you ever seen Child's Play? Yeah. That's going to happen, but with Elvis Presley. Oh, sweet. At the end of the bed, it's going to be like... He'll just be taking drugs. He'll be taking all your drugs. He'll be taking... Eating bear claws, taking drugs. You're gonna and wake like, up in the middle of the night. To, in the, in wake the up in the middle of the night to take a piss. Flick the light on. The Elvis Presley doll slumped over your toilet, and you're like, "Oh, <laughs> sorry, that was a little dark." Yeah, a little dark. <laughs> <laughs> Elvis Presley doll has blood in his tool. Nothing is sacred on this show ever. Okay, you think you would have learned? So la- f- we we went around, and that's that's pretty much almost all of the trivia. That's pretty much the trivia that I've got. Yeah. But I also loved this movie, and. So we talked about the, our rating system, me and Bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time we watch, horror. it's right behind you if you want to grab it under oh, my sure. phone. But every time we watch a horror movie together, only films we watch together, we sit down and I have this book. 
and I we rate them all on a five star rating scale with one bonus point for basically like anytime we get free titties in a movie. Right. We'll give the movie a little bump. So even if it sucks, <laughs> you get a little bump for boobs. Okay. Yeah, we get the boob bump. So boobs. Black Christmas now. A lot we we like a lot of horror movies, so we tend to be fairly generous. But you'll notice there is one category that almost always either gets a zero or a half. Oh wow! That's tension and jump scares. Um, if a movie can actually get us like sweating and clenching our hands and our shirts and like I, I was sitting there and my stomach was <clears throat> tense the whole oh, time. Wow. Like my abs were like. Yeah, this one got full marks for tension jump scenes. Amazing. I'm actually with Bird. There was several times where we were sitting on the couch. Yelling at the television around noon. We didn't even watch this at right, night. Right. It was like broad fucking oh, daylight. Amazing. And there was construction next door. So it's like we hear like. Beep, but we sucked you into the. It's, like, we got yeah. sucked so fully into it that we we're sitting there. And like, do you remember at I the end? the dog onto my lap. Do you remember at that? Okay, there's the bit at the end where Jess is on the phone with like Mr. Bumpus Rent-A-Cop who's just mm-hmm. fucking up. And he's like, oh Jess, the caller's inside the house. Get out. Don't get Just get out, Jess. And she. There, and there's we a, immediately oh started God. When they cut back to. Yeah, we're yelling at him. And then we cut back to the house and rather than walk towards the door she t- takes some steps yeah. towards the banister and we were both we both were like what are you doing don't go upstairs like i was dude i was like shitting my pants watching yeah. this movie it's so she makes it to the door too and then you're just well, like the, screaming and the doors all yeah. i love the uh i love that little callback where the she can't the the house mother the house can't mother get can. in and that's early that's like in the first 10 minutes and then they don't mm-hmm. call it back again they don't tag it back like the door doesn't get stuck like a third until or the very time. end until the very end you're like Oh shit! That's right. The door. To, I I would have forgotten had I not said it to myself and Danielle when how, I was like, oh, that's gonna come back later. Uh, mm. I I forgot that I did. I didn't even make note of it. But when she they go around the house locking the doors. Yeah. I turned to Bird and I was like, that front door is fucked up too. It doesn't open. She said right. she called the guy. Oh no, they're locked they're in locked with the killer. In. Yeah. Okay. So we. Um, bef- is, was this your first time watching it, Carl? Oh. I watched this um, like 10 or 15 <laughs> years ago on VHS. This is my first time seeing it. You're and I remember yeah. like being super fucking like freaked out by it. <laughs> I've just, I've become a cold, caring, De- uncaring, uncaring dead dead, <laughs> dead inside. <laughs> horror movies hold no horrors compared to my life. Um, John F. Kennedy. <laughs> uh, so Bird and I said we were going to have a little talk on Mike. And yeah, wanted um, to, yeah, I want to hear this. I'm interested to hear you jump in on it yeah, too. Yeah, so sure. we actually, this Those was a, my points in. This was a fairly contentious movie. Now, once we've put the rating down and the ink is dried, we do not change it. Sure. Ever. We've never changed a rating for a movie. You think, Okay. So, we gave Black Christmas four and a half stars. Out of five is your... Yeah. Okay. Each category can get one star. We gave it one for plot, excellent plot. Mm-hmm. And then we gave it one for tension, one for production. There was no babe factor. Not no. even Margot Kidder's no. Deep V. No. <laughs> so, um, so, but the, the two contested ones were character and okay. gore. I said there's that... There's zero on gore. There's, well, there's gore in this for sure. But plastic bag th- on the head is pretty gross. There's there's plastic bag on the head. Yeah, the there's hook, through, hook through the jaw. There's the throat slit well, on the cop. Slit, yeah. And then there's I argue that Margot Kidder getting stabbed by the unicorn horn. Oh, the the that artful was really way that like shot. Yeah. I, I actually have a note that I was like, this is like a giallo film. Yeah, uh, very <laughs> um, Italiano. Also, yeah. gore can also be like, uh, it's more not 
like the feeling how of much it, gore is all, in there. The, it's like is an appropriate amount, right? Of okay, not necessarily how many bags of blood and meat they're throwing, right. yeah. But which more like, I personally love because yeah, yeah, we, yeah, for sure. like we we made it a point to say like if a movie has no gore. And the addition of gore would detract. We give it a one because you, you don't want it, the movie to okay, suffer. Okay, fair enough. So you do have like a balance in that. Yeah, yeah in you that don't way. want okay. haunt, like haunting of Hill House. Right. That movie, or you I think it's called any, the Haunting. But yeah, you don't want any blood. In you don't want gore. Right. That, that's a bloodless movie and it's, it's terrifying. Spooky, spooky. And if they'd yeah. been like, use a severed hand, you'd be like, ah, oh, that's fucking dumb. So this movie, I argued, was because one of the IMDb trivia things is they took gore out. The deaths were originally much more gruesome. Right. Yeah, and the director and writer got together and he was like, I think it'll be more effective if we play it as a psychological thing. Leave some, leave more to the imagination, yep. which I think is a good move. They never show us. We never see Billy, ever. No, just his eye. We see eye. his eye twice. He's a shark, dude. He's Exactly. So, like, I argued... Before the shark was a shark. <laughs> before the shark was a shark. Well, wait, when did Jaws come out? 77? Okay, so this is, this is the bum bum. Uh-huh. Bum bum bum! Before Jaws, instead of in the water, he's in the attic. Oh my god! Ooh. And he's well, the and he's also Billy. He's, and he's sharking around. The it's cool cool. thing about him, about the that shark analogy, though, is he, he's in the house yeah, because he's we constantly see swimming in the, he's calling, in the shallows. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he's he could be anywhere because we see him call from the lady's house. We see him walk in the hallways behind people. That is totally like a jaw. That's that's a good analogy. Yeah. This is very like Jaws pre Jaws. So he's, he's land shark. Land shark, Western Union, Land shark. It's a Saturday Night Live sketch from oh, like back in the day. I'm I wasn't around back in the day, so I missed oh it. Oh my God, Land shark would knock on your door, and if you answered, he would eat you. So people would like, it's like beware, Land shark is on the loose. So that like I think it's Danny Aykroyd or somebody would like knock on the door. I'm like, who is it? It's like, uh, uh, Girl Scouts. No, it isn't the Girl Scouts. You're the Land shark. Uh, Western Union. <laughs> it's not Western Union or the Girl's Cars. You're a land shark, and they'd find. Uh, it's your mom. I have a present for you, or whatever. And they'd finally open the door, and the land shark would, would eat come him. in and yeah. eat him. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll go and watch that. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Um, my argument with this movie was that the gore was artfully done, very very yeah. Dario Argento. I, I I specifically said this reminded me of Suspiria. Suspiria, for sure. That immediately popped in my brain. So I wrote down, like, I, I think the gore was the correct amount. Yeah. They didn't, okay. like, look at her guts! Look at it! I was like... We got the we got the aftermath and the, the dead bodies. Yeah, and, and that... Grossness. I feel yeah. like the gore would have alleviated the tension, and the tension was my favorite part. So I said one for gore. Bird said she wanted more gore, so we compromised because we were also disagreeing on character interesting last night or yesterday when we were rating the movie i said like these characters are great they do so much backstory without doing exposition i'm like these are awesome and bird was like they're not though and i was like okay give me a one on character and i'll give you a half on gore and we'll compromise and call it good but i've switched my opinion i'm actually with bird now i think that both of those should have been i I think gore should be a one so i think we gave it the wrong way i think characters i actually i changed my mind on the rating too. What was your change? Your I actually mind? think it's a perfect movie. You think? Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna. I, I minus bait factor. I think it's a five star movie. I conceded a little bit on <laughs> character because just because be, uh, measuring flicks has made us so picky. Uh, just the podcast right. has made me really watch with a careful eye. Um, and I think that I think Margot Kidder's performance is a little big. And yeah. I think that the mother, the uh, the house, house mother, she's comically big, mm-hmm. like because so much of the uh, the rest of the movie relies on like subtlety and quietness. Her bigness is kind of like eh. so. If I was gonna detract 
Because I still say that Gore is a one, but if I was going to mm-hmm. detract half a point, I'd say it f- for character. So I think we got the right, for me, I think we got the mm-hmm. right rating, four and a half stars. I'm glad to hear that you thought it was a perfect film, though. Because yeah, just like thinking back on I'm it, a, I was like, you know what, this is a five-star movie. I'm such a fucking what? fan of this movie. Okay, so now, now we need <clears throat> to get into why Carl didn't like it. <laughs> I did not say I didn't like it. I said that I was... Why did you hate this movie so much, Carl? God, boy, Carl. You know, <laughs> it's shot like garbage. There's nothing interesting going on. It's a... It's a cautionary tale for abortion. It's like, you know. <laughs> oh, did mm. I want to Do you guys want to get into that cuz I think oh, this is like fuck. weirdly like like pseudo a pseudo feminist film in a no, weird way. No, oh, oh, yeah. it's not even pseudo. Overtly feminist mm-hmm. film. It is o. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do you guys want to go through notes or do you want to talk about big topical stuff? What do you want to do? Either way, man. Either. I'm good to go. Yeah, Let's I'm, jump in at the the top of my notes then and if we go off on a tangent, we'll be cool. Um how my first note is how did they do that fucking POV of him climbing oh, the lattice outside? My God, dude! This is blowing this my fucking this is mind. Like well That's GoPros, not a GoPro. Baby. We That's don't like have a, any of that shit. It's like a fifty-pound Aria yeah. Alexa. That's and strapped a spinning where, fucking film in it next too. to his head. Yeah. <laughs> I know. As soon as we saw that shot, I was like, "Holy shit, Max! That guy is literally carrying. It's yeah. like strapped it had to, to be him. Strapped on somewhere, <laughs> right? Because if, if you've ever seen an old shoulder rig, it that you are like strapped to your waist and that dude is barely usually able to barely hold up the camera yeah this dude was burly as fuck now there could have been like there are smaller cameras but still this is a this is film yeah this is a big setup he's bombing around with and so we've seen this in two other movies uh, well, I mean, the, the famous ones that everyone knows. Mm-hmm. We do POV in Friday the 13th, yeah. and we do POV in Halloween, yeah. which both come after this. In Halloween, we get that that weird, like, can't we're going to look at our own hand yeah. while it stabs, yeah. and now we go back. Uh, man- I should point out Maniac. They do this in Maniac, mm-hmm. too. But this is the best I've ever seen, because you see his they hands. They don't cheat it. Yeah. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. There's not that, and there's not that weird, like, your arms look too long because the camera's behind the guy. Right, because somebody's actually shooting behind him, holding the camera. Right, and they're right. like, "Okay, we're gonna walk together." Like this guy climbs a lattice work with, and you're like, the moment he puts his hands on the lattice, I'm like, "Oh, we're gonna cut, and we're he'll gonna be cut in the attic." Up, yeah. But no, he climbs a fucking house, and you're like, "How did they do that?" The only How? thing I thought of is climbs that they have him. The they have him the on outside. a rig, and yeah. they're pulling him up on a crane. Maybe that if because there's no way that he's. But, climbing the fucking but then how but he doesn't it's a continuous shot and he goes into the attic fuck me <laughs> he goes in yeah. through the window and, and you're like clip him they're like meep, dude know. and he's what i don't know what setup they had but he seems really mobile because later he's like flipping toys over and like yeah. knocking cages out of the way and he it you really the pov is so fucking effective because you really truly feel like Dirty. Yep. You feel like yeah. the ki- like. That's the mm-hmm. goal. The goal is always like make you feel like the killer, and oh, you it puts us in an uncomfortable po- uh, vantage point or whatever. But when he's like rocking the dead girl in the chair, you're sitting there and you feel you really do feel like a little disturbed. Like yeah. th- like a lot disturbed. Not disturbed like oh, I'm disturbed at this film, but like you feel like no, like I, a crazy person. No, yeah. You're like you start rocking. Oh, dude, yeah, that, that body's been there for like three days too. That oh, point. that is that's mm. nuts. Um, and that's the only problem that I had. I think what kept consistently taking me out <clears throat> is like they're on this hunt for people. Yeah, you check everywhere in the house, including the attic right. and the basement. Like I was just like, dude, just look the fuck upstairs. <laughs> if you're this intent on finding these people, you got a 13 year old girl that's missing too. Like 
I don't know, man. Like, check the attic. And two, it's going to start stinking after about a day, but it's also cold. It's Christmas. It is cold. And the so attic is like, be. the attic is filthy and maybe unheated. Right. Maybe. But still, yeah. if well, you are on a hunt for somebody and you don't know where they are, you check everywhere. It's been like two days. Yeah, two days. Yeah. Well, what was weird, there is, a, there is a moment where they're talking about like... And they've been doing this big manhunt, and they're like, so when did the girl go missing? And you oh. saw her yesterday morning mm-hmm. or whatever? And we find out that the girl has been missing for less than 24 hours. Right, which isn't, like, missing at that point. It's more like they right. fucked off and, like, so, yeah, staying in a boyfriend's even, house. They don't, don't even address it. The way that I... <clears throat> I actually... I had the same issue as you at the very end of the movie where I was like... I was, But then again, no, I think it all holds right. together, and here's why. The girl has been missing for less than 24 hours. Okay. The actual search, the search party search, when they get everyone together and go searching, is for the, the is for the child. Yeah. That's for the the little clarinet you probably, player. You can probably find her better when it's daylight. Yeah, but she's eight though. Yeah, eight and like it's night. And if you wait till tomorrow, maybe she froze. How long to was death. she missing? She was missing for like a couple days because her mom is distraught. Right. Um, but this other girl kind of gets linked in. The I can't remember her name. The first girl who goes missing. Uh, but 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 Je- not Jess. Um, the know. kid, kid though. Oh, Claire. Claire? Yeah. Claire. So Claire, when Claire goes missing, they're all, the cops are focused on this missing little clarinet player girl, right? And they, the, I mean, the we bumpus cop is like, yeah, I mean, but she's probably just like fucking her boyfriend in like a cabin somewhere. So they're they're really not right. taking it seriously. And then when they do go and do that investigation, you get the sense from Lieutenant Fuller that he's kind of phoning it in, like he's laughing and joking with the girls. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Where uh, like they, he finds out like oh and is there anyone else in the house and they're like yeah Jess she's sleeping upstairs she's sick oh is that the one that was in in the, the earlier yeah let yeah okay she let's, needs it. Yeah. let's let her <laughs> so I feel like there's no even though he's cops, checking it out he's not really being thorough yeah they're they're phoning it in well, huh. well also there <laughs> it's not a big department this is a small town yeah oh yeah they probably have one or two like. Major cases a year, like, and everyone is fixated throughout the movie. Everyone's fixated once they find the body in the park. Everyone's fixated on that dead girl. They're like, a little girl was killed, and like, no one at that from that point on, no one talks about Claire except for the like her friends. Her, and her, yeah, her father who's looking for her. That's it. Right. So they like, to keep reminding the. Yeah. Hey, remember we have a missing person. I think the reason that the house doesn't get super thoroughly searched is because Claire has on, hasn't even been missing a day, like sure. very short amount of time. And also, there is a there's a murder that they're also dealing with at the same time. No one even knows the house mother's missing. Oh, right. That never even comes up, the fact that the house mother's gone. <laughs> and then at the very end of the movie, I think the reason that they don't search the house is because they assume that Peter was the killer. Yeah. When Peter's in the basement, he's... Oh, yeah, because she had him... Yeah, she killed him. Yeah, Fuller even says, he's like, I knew it was that boy. Yeah. I knew so it was just, that boy. So they wrap it up. They're like, it's fine. We got we got girl. She's safe. We got killer. He's dead. So why check the house? So I I think for me to be thorough. I, <laughs> these are well, seventy four. Yeah, they're also dealing with her being all fucked up and the dad. The dad is, collapses. Jess is super sick, and they're chasing off reporters. I was I was they had able. Their hands full. Yeah, I was they, able they to go with it. Enough, like oh shit, he's having a stroke. Oh fuck. Got, yeah, yeah. They, so, they created the circus at the end to distract them. So. I can see, and it was realistic enough. To I can see where it. you're coming from, though, for sure. I was able to go go for the ride, but I can see I, how well, that I would take yeah, you I out. Yeah, I couldn't yep. for for whatever reason. I was like, 
fucking check the whole house and then like the 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 I just the, the police in this movie were fucking just mm. eye rollingly horrible. Even our even our hero cop was kind of like like you said, he was phoning it in. He wasn't really investigating too hard. See, I liked that. But it's also that adds a bit of realism because if you were in this town, there's a chance that your your constabulary are gonna be inefficient and kind of not great at their jobs. Well, that I just but okay, I think this is my the cops were some of my favorite. But they weren't bumbling. No, my, well, the cops are some of my favorite characters, and here's why I say that: there is a bumbling cop, right? There is, yeah, it's the desk sergeant. Desk sergeant. McBumbler. Yeah. Bumble, Who's that guy old that only gets butt. one bullet but has to keep it in his pocket? Mm-hmm. That guy? The Andy Griffith guy? Uh, yeah. 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 Sheriff, okay. whatever, Deputy Badoodly. Whatever. Deputy Badoodly. So, so the, the desk sergeant guy, <laughs> he is an idiot. But the Lieutenant, Lieutenant Fuller gives him shit the whole movie oh, yeah. for it. And even like overtly reprimands him for his stupidity. So... I buy that that guy is legit. He's not like, oh, desk sergeant Bumblebutt, you're so goofy. He's like, if you, you fuck this up, if you fuck this up, I will kill you. Yeah. The the lieutenant says that to him yep. literally on yep. the radio. He's like, if you mess this up, I, I will, will kill, kill you. you. <laughs> so then, guess what? He messes it up. But like, I I liked lieutenant and lieutenant Fuller is a for me a full character full spectrum character he doesn't just sit there and be like i have no sense of humor i am supposed to be the good no he has a sense of humor he he chuckles he laughs at the fellatio thing he chuckles when his his one of his fellow boys in blue gets shot in the ass yeah because that's funny (laughs) you're just a grinch (laughs) (laughs) it was so fun um well dan hill's like they're laughing Another cop was just shot. That's not funny. I feel <laughs> like yeah, it's kind of like funny. Bird shot. I, right. I, I also that was a little Looney Tunes. He's pulling his pants down in the station. They shot me in the ass. I'm gonna make you take him out with your teeth. I think context is some. Um, I'll put next time you're on my property. I'll put that shotgun up your ass. I sideways. think sideways. Sideways. But I think that part Between of this Rock movie. <laughs> I think part of this the, the movie this movie's context, which is this is before the crime bill this is before the clinton yeah, yeah, crime yeah. bill this is before the militarization of the police there was a time in america if you watch if you can you can see it when you watch the movie halloween set mm-hmm. 1978 halloween there's a time in america where police were someone that you went up to and shot the shit with or had a cup of coffee with or invited right. over for dinner they weren't this weird like pseudo militaristic organization that walks among us on the street because that's weird because that's what i yeah i don't want to get political but yeah no i, I i'm the thought that thought is going from like neighborhood boy in blue to like military uniform, right? Like, don't fuck with this person, right? Doesn't is somebody even calls him um, a public servant? A public servant, yeah. yeah. And I was yeah. like, wow, yeah. we don't wow, think we about him like that. No, for being, no. yeah, they're not a public servant. They're like <laughs> to be feared. They're the they're wolves even if on you're the doing road. Nothing wrong, exactly. Right. Like that's the whole thing. Is like when you see, even if you're just walking down the street on your way to work, you see a cop and you're immediately like, oh, 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 and you what look around. Back wrong. in the day. You'd see the cop and you you'd wave. feel. I still do the same thing, but I don't wave anymore. Neither do I, man. I which is weird. Hey, Bill, how's it going? How are the kids? Yeah, right. well, because I still know some of the police officers, like where I grew up, known mm. by name, right? Like friends of the community. Yeah, but I think that they even might be like grandfathered in from this older. Yeah, generation and, of, and also like I think small town cops are a different thing. Yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. And this, so for me. 
<laughs> and I promise I won't. I'm, I swear to I swear to God, Carl, I won't just like argue every point that you no, bring up. No, it's totally fine. But like the I didn't hate this movie. I know, I know, but I and but I loved <laughs> you it. You telling yourself that I loved it so much that I want. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it so much that I just want to like sh- share why. No, no, so, I got you. I think with the cops, you have like <clears throat> humorous detective. You have Lieutenant Fuller, who is a good cop, mm-hmm. but like with a sense of humor. He has no sense of urgency, but I think the movie doesn't give him cause for a sense of urgency until the girl dies. Until the girl dies. And once right. the girl dies, he's distracted by that and he focuses on that. And mm-hmm. you can see him kind of half paying attention to Claire being missing but you can tell that he's not in the game right right like he um, we talked about this when they're looking at the map and he's saying okay start this new search over here, over here. at this part of right. town and bring it this and way that's when like, he's doing his due diligence but oh, I mean oh, you know like he um, doesn't know so he yeah can't. this is probably like the first time they've had to do a search party he's checking his fucking like there's, How to book? Like, uh, well, there's a name for there's a name for this particular thing. It's a it's a uh, it goes back to Greek theater, and I can't remember the name for it, and it drives me insane. But there's a name for when the audience knows something that the characters do not know. Because we know the whole time that Claire's dead. Right. We yeah. see Claire. We see Claire die. We see and her body, and that Billy's in the house. And we know that, and the, yeah. And we know that Billy's in the house, and we know that the house mother's dead. And we watch in, for so much of this movie, we watch the cops doing their best to find Claire. And you're like, this is all wasted effort. And you're all screaming like, dude, just look she's at the dead. She's attic. dead. Or like, you know, like get the other girls out of the house. Or like, your one guard's not gonna I guess cut that's it. That's part of the like part of my frustration. Then that that adds to the the quality of this film because I was just found myself frustrated for the most part during this movie. Yeah. And it's because I knew the shit, and they're trying to figure this shit out. I'm like, right. are you really that fucking stupid? Mm, God damn it. Mm-hmm. They're in the fucking, just look at the goddamn attic. <laughs> that, was, that was a big part of the tension for yeah. me, is mm-hmm. like watching them be like, all right, look. Tension was, frustration was my tension. Yeah. Mm. For yeah. me, for me, it was pure tension. Because I was, yeah. and I think Bird, too. Because we were both, the, when he's like, you know, there's three girls left in the house right. with Billy. Yeah. And they have the phone tap set up and they're like, rather than like sitting there waiting to tap the phone, because they don't realize how important that goddamn phone tap is. The phone's just set up and they're like, if that rings, we'll get to it. But now let's, okay, we're going to concentrate all our manpower like on this far side of the city and we're going to get all the cops. And you're like, yeah. go back to, the, go sit by the phone. Yeah. But the go phone, sit by the, the phone. phone's the important thing. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't know that and they don't, they're. Because all they know is that they've had a crank caller a couple of times. There's been a crank. House. Yeah. There's been a crank. And actually this is again to Lieutenant Fuller. I, I really like John Saxon and I think he did a really great job portraying the, the, the gradual interest yeah. of this Lieutenant Fuller because when he finds out, because they dismiss, first of all, they, that the desk sergeant dismisses Claire. He's like, she's probably just with her boyfriend in a cabin. Then the boyfriend comes in and he's like, what in the fuck are you talking about? My girlfriend is missing and you're just, like, you're what like are blowing you? blowing this off. Yeah, yeah, why are you blowing this? So Fuller's like, come on into my office. Give me the, give me the report. Is he the one in the best, like, the like, best coat ever. Coat ever. Yeah. Oh, Bird hated oh, it. What? The Bird worst hates coat ever. Fuck I mean, you. That coat's amazing. It's, it's made vegan, out of like dirty teddy bears. It's vegan oh, teddy bears. I want that coat <laughs> on yeah. my body, and I want it. I want it cut from still living animals. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the face is shaking and bleeding. Oh, God. No, I seriously. When I saw his coat, I know, it's really sad. I don't. Yeah, you just brought us all. No, but when I saw that coat, man, I was like, I want that. 
Yeah, I want weird. that. I even want. I'd I'd go for Phil's coat. She's got that like that sheer. It's not shearling. It's like but that huge ass fur mm-hmm. collar. I just love oh, fur up so around my gross. face. But um, there's a moment where Lieutenant Fuller, when the crank calls get reported, and the cops like, hey, it's probably just one of your pervo boyfriends playing pranks on you. I'm like, we got to talking to about this earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Desk <laughs> didn't sergeant, we, didn't we get us? Didn't we to? just talk about this yeah. earlier? How you shouldn't say shit like that to people who are scared. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Actually, listening to the first call that they get when they're uh-huh. all standing around mm. versus the calls that happen later the first one almost sounds like a frat a prank call it does calling. it sounds like a sister for a, a brother fraternity the phone calls ra- they they ratchet up hard though okay. they get weird fucking can, can we talk about the fucking phone calls definitely holy shit dude this is probably I'm getting goosebumps right now. Yeah me too hairs on the they back ra- of my neck they ratchet up they start they're they're always disturbing but they Oh my god, dude! Fucking disturbing as shit. The the multiple like voices. It's mm-hmm. it's a lot like Reagan. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is very much like The Exorcist. I'm like yeah. Pazuzu calling, <laughs> but but it's like it's so much more disturbing because in The Exorcist, which we'll talk about in a week, right? Is uh, <laughs> a demon possession or something happening? This is a person that is that is something Crazy is wrong person. with them mentally, like severely severely wrong disturbed. With them, yeah, and. Oh, we'll, we'll get into what we feel about the ending later, but just the thought that it's just some random person that doesn't know who these people are and just chose this house just to, walked hi- in. to hide out in yeah. is so fucking terrifying because mm. it's it's just a random yep. it's a random happenstance. Right. It's not like I have a I have a vendetta. If it was Peter and he was fucking crazy this and, and the whole abortion thing is what sent him over the edge. Well, it starts or, before she just before that, right? Pregnant. But then. Or whatever, their their relationship, or some something wrong with Peter. Then it's like, well, this makes sense because he is connected to this sorority in in some way, right? But it's just a random. It's that Michael Myers thing, man. It's and like this yes. random fucking. You can see Michael Myers in this movie mm-hmm. for sure. Well, and okay, Peter. Well, obviously, Carpenter watched this movie. Is like, I've got an idea. <laughs> I nailed it. Nailed uh, it. I mean, yeah. we even get the the phone call. I can do you call. one better. I can do you one. Yeah. We can even do. We even chips in. We even get the phone call when yeah. Laurie picks up the phone and it's like. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yep, and it's her friend. <laughs> just yep. I had my mouth full, and it's like, what? Don't breathe in the phone. That's weird. That's weird. Okay, Peter is the one of the greatest red herrings of all time. I called yeah. it like in, like right away. It's like, ooh, ooh, he's our killer, but he's not. He's a red herring. I call it like right away. I, I wasn't sure. I did have some right up weird until the questions end. at the very end though about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't positive right up until the last. Moment when they when people start filtering out of her room at the very end of the movie, we're sticking on her and we're staying with her. I'm like, Peter was not the killer. Oh, for a bit, I I legit thought he was the killer. I couldn't figure out at that scene if they were doing that thing where you hear like the evil in the house that's like resonating still, like the end of Halloween when you hear Mike Myers' mask, (laughs) you hear him breathing in his mask, and they give you shots of the quiet town, like exactly exactly the ending of Black Christmas. Yeah. Dude, this movie Halloween owes this movie some money. <laughs> <laughs> but so back to the phone calls, just yeah, real yeah, yeah. quick. Part of me, like, because you're trying to pick out, you can hear this, the 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 brilliant fucking sound work on on those calls. Like mm-hmm. the the words that you can't you can are are able to pick out, and yeah. the words that are muffled and can't, yeah, 
like so super intentional i think of what we're supposed to be able to glean from mm-hmm. from that mm-hmm. is that a baby crying is that a woman screaming is that him doing are there three people in the room that even mention it my is that one person or is it m- like does he a bunch and of uh, fuller says does he use multiple voices all like the that? time yeah my my first note is did they just hear a murder on the phone because it so. sounds like a woman dying so okay. or it's him do- yeah like but, before because I don't think I have any specific notes on this I want to get into this I think Billy is one of the best movie killers of all time <laughs> you never see well we don't know you who never he is. you never see him he doesn't have a mask he doesn't have a claw we don't have yeah. we don't have his fucking face tattooed on our asses like Freddy Krueger like Buddy, you, you know he's like a legit crazy person too yeah. like and well, a when mystery he's, when he's, he's a phantom no, yeah. when he's up in the attic and he sees the taxi the cab driver leave the, why does the cab driver set him off? We don't know, but something about something that cab about driver that leaving because he goes. Is something about getting the warts removed. That well, that's a quote because he heard oh, Peter heard tell Peter Jess. Tell He's oh, like, right. you can't just kill the baby. Like you can't. It's not just a it's procedure a like having a wart removed. Right. And then when yeah. when Billy calls later and he's like he's like it's just like having a wart removed because and he she's heard like, that because he was in the house. Right, and right. she's like, oh my god, it, yeah, and that. Peter said that maybe yeah, it's yeah, Peter yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's also the possibility that because Billy's been in the house the whole fucking time that mm-hmm. maybe he just hurt that's what it is ends up being because Peter dies and it's not Peter but we don't have a killer we get I mean we don't have our silhouette you know what I mean like the we, shape. I mean we don't the even shape. know we do for certain we've only we see him twice Billy was not like we don't know for certain that it wasn't him we know we in our we've made it in up our, in our right yeah, yeah 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 we know in some we know what I love about Billy is through the obscene phone calls and through his behavior we actually do get a backstory for yeah. him we paint a we paint a very muddy picture he, of who this he keeps talking about Agnes or whatever or what, what's his problems sister's with name? his mom mom I think it's his sister what his because he keeps saying calling her by name I think Billy had a kid sister that he killed and his parents were mad about it because he's like Agnes don't tell mom and dad what we did don't tell mom what did you do Billy what did you do you left him alone with the baby that's that's some of the shit that he's screaming on the phone if you listen to those phone calls well that's what I was gonna say I want a transcript Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, did you buy this movie or rent it? I rented it on Hulu. I have a Blu-ray copy. It's the collector's edition that has the actor who did all the voice, the voice and did the shape, oh, doing shit. a commentary as Billy. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. On the movie. He yeah, does a commentary right. when as When am I coming Bil- over and we're spinning that shit? <laughs> Christmas morning. Right after the exorcist. <laughs> right after the exorcist. Oh my 20th. God, dude. Well, Elvis Presley it. But yeah. I'm going to bring that fucking bring doll Elvis. over. Do it. Oh shit. Can we watch this with the doll? Can we watch that commentary with the doll? Yeah. At night with oh, candles God. lit? Yeah. The doll's going to start moving. Dude, it'll be, so it'll be before it has to the- be. It'll be before it has to be gifted to my sister, so yeah. I'm like, Danielle, <laughs> the we're gonna charge it with fucked up shit. She will only know if she actually listens to an episode of our fucking podcast. That's right, Sarah. Talking to you. Thank you for supporting the show. We're gonna we're gonna sure. <laughs> We're gonna witchy voodoo your doll. Voodoo. Hey, look over at that uh Look over and look at that that Elvis doll that Danielle got you. Look at its eyes right now. You're gonna see her like mid February. Super fucking haunted. That's right. (laughs) Dark circles under eyes. She's like, I don't know. I just haven't been sleeping well since Christmas. (laughs) 
It's the strangest thing. Because she'll probably actually listen to this episode be like 2021 or something when she's listening. But I haven't slept in three years. Like my life has gone to shit. Why did you do and this? All the stalls me? in the corner just <laughs> She's had four four house fires and the only thing that survives <laughs> is the Elvis doll. <laughs> I'm so happy that Danielle found that Elvis doll. We're going to voodoo the fuck out of that doll. Oh my God, she just so much mojo. But Ugh. like, when, so could the calls, I think, are one of the scariest parts of the movie. Yeah. But the, the th- part of the thing that makes it so scary is, honestly, it's, have you ever played the game, you've played Mysterium with us, right? Oh, fucking Yeah. Those phone calls are like Mysterium because there's so much shit in there that doesn't matter, but there are a few recurring things that pop up again and again. We keep, we get names. We get Billy. So that's how we know he's Billy. I can't remember his sister's name, but it starts with an A. I think it's Agnes. But he's like, Agnes, don't tell mom and dad what we did. Agnes. It's fucked up, dude. But like, if you listen enough, you get a sense that Billy has a sister Maybe a baby sister, something really fucking bad happened and his parents were furious. So you get a weird... And maybe sent him away or some whatever happened. And it prob and whatever happened broke him and that's why he's like, but we don't we don't know. Like but I love that because we never see Billy except for twice his eye. Mm -hmm. And we do but we do get his eye twice? Yeah. You see remember when he's when he's standing at the end of Barb's bed? Oh, right. And then it's by him. Oh my god, dude. That's when he says, Agnes, don't tell what we did is when he's behind the, he's door, behind the door and the Christmas light is reflecting on his iris That's and it's amazing. red. And he, he goes, Agnes, don't tell mom what we did. And then she slams the fucking door on his hand. Ah! But yeah. like that's so it's like with Mike Myers. <clears throat> we see him kill his sister. And then, but that doesn't seem that intense. So why the hell is the psychiatrist in Halloween so intent that he should never, ever be released? And we realize that there's all this shit we never saw. Right. Like, what is it? Like 10 or 12 oh, years of Loomis him. speech. Holy fuck. Yeah. Just so talking about the evil in you his want You don't want to see him ever get out, do you? No, never, 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 never. He hits that. He's like so many times. He's adamant. And you're like, what did we not see? And that's what makes Billy yeah. so terrifying because we get some sense that something bad happened but we missed everything all of it yeah everything oh dude i love as a killer i love billy i think that this movie fucked me up it's scary man well what i mean i thought it was i thought this danielle was, was along scary. for the ride until like the very <sighs> end mm-hmm. when everyone leaves in that slow camera push up into the attic she's like no 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 fuck mm-hmm. don't oh no yeah we don't know who it is it's a random person she's like Fuck that. It's just somebody. Just, no. It's like, no. 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 It's like, give me Michael Myers. Give me a Jason. Give me someone that I can, like, root against. Or, like, some sort of, like... Because in... I, 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 I Iconizes? 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 Mm. I think that's a word. We're going to make it a measuring flicks word. Iconizes. Because, like, Freddy Krueger's terrifying. Mike but and Iconizes. It, it becomes, like, this icon of horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it suddenly... It sort of defangs it a little bit. Where with it's Billy... It's not just, like, your neighbor or the guy just, who right, begs right. your groceries. You have the, that's or... Jason. That's Michael. That's right. Freddy. I, this is, like, person X. That's... fucking that, Yeah, because you're, you're right. Like, we... In, in Halloween, we see Mike Myers' face for, like, a second at the mm-hmm. very end. 
But like you're right, Jay comes part of the mystery, but he always has a Captain Kirk mask. Yeah, well, and you're but you're right because it's like you you have the he's wearing like mechanics overalls and a Captain Kirk and a and a William Shatner mask. Mm -hmm. That you have something in your head that means the bad guy. I feel like that's gonna swing out. You're fine. Same with Jason, where you're like he's got the hockey mask, he's got the dirty coat and the boots and the pants. So okay, there, there's my thing. But there is nothing for Billy. So when you're walking down the street and you're looking at everyone around you, any one of them could be Billy. That's what. So I think that's why he's not more iconic. Is you can't get a tattoo of which is fantastic. Yeah, you can get a you can get an eye behind the door. Yeah, that's it. Do you think Lauren would do that? (laughs) Billy's eye. Like just a silhouette with a red eye. You know that he has kind of longish hair, almost like Peter. Mm-hmm. It's, Very similar hair. It's, it's kind of curly, curly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, what a oh. So that's that's amazing. So can we, let's go through. Let's jump back into the notes because my f- next note is a kill, and I want to talk about the kills in this movie because okay. they are so because we only have three of them. Amazing. We have one off camera, right? So we have girl four in the park. Four, right. uh, wait, don't we have five? Barb, Phyllis, Jess. No, oh. Barb, Phyllis. Care or Carol Claire, Claire the and the house, mother, the house mother and then the so there's five okay. dead bodies and four kills that we that we see oh, we, oh, we don't we see Phyllis die go, yeah go ahead do you think the little girl is related in any way you I know don't what know. I don't know <laughs> it could be random oh there's she, also the rape the, oh yeah there was, there was rapes uh, oh yeah because there's that really you, fucked up you line at the beginning can't rape a townie can't rape uh, a townie yeah. Well, and that's what sets Claire up to her room. That's right. She's, She's like, like, fuck you, I'm disturbed. You know, and you know what's interesting is the movie treats that as a fucked up thing to say. Because yep. all the girls. Everyone's like, fuck the oh, say that for you. Yeah. wow. Yeah, and yeah. Claire goes upstairs and they're like, why did you have to. Well, it's Margot Kidder, this old Barb that says, and Barb is a fucking dumpster fire. So <laughs> like. Yeah, did you is. catch Barb's backstory though? Like that's one of the things that I loved is I didn't. They explain why they kind of explain in the film why Barb is the way she I is. I love her wreath on her door too. It's just got like airline, <laughs> airline, like, airline the little baby <laughs> airline bottle of Drambuie. I want to know where you can find that shit. Yeah, for sure. Because Drambuie ain't cheap, but I love me a rusty nail. <laughs> oh, day, dude. I want to buy the whole bottle. <laughs> I'll buy like five little bottles, yes. and that'll be my rusty nails through December. Like, exactly. <laughs> But, um, but what was her backstory? Did she come from like an alcoholic family or something? No, her parents. So at the beginning of the movie, we see her drinking, and she seems okay. She always has a bottle in her hand after the first drink. Always. Though. She has a decanter, or the she's carrying and, a decanter around later. The, yeah. yeah. But we so we see her with a drink, and she's, she's giving little kid drinks. Yeah, she's giving sips. I of think champagne the little to... bastard schnockered. Yeah. <laughs> but um. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh. Yep. I love, dude, by the way, swearing in front of children will never not be funny. Oh, no. Santa being like... The best parents curse in front of their kids. Ho, 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 shit. Yeah, oh, right. <laughs> Worst Whoa, slash Santa. best Santa ever. Yeah, no, and he keeps ratcheting it up, too, or he's just he like... He predates Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton saw this movie, he's like, I got an idea for a movie. Guys, what if we did just that character? <laughs> How about just him? But I play him. But worse. But when he's sitting on the thing, and the kid's on his lap, and he's like, I was supposed to go to a ski chalet with her, and she just doesn't show up, bitch. And they're like, <laughs> kids oh, like staring at Santa. boy, isn't Santa naughty? Yeah, yeah, anyway. All right, kid, what do you want? Ho, ho, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck, yeah. You're like, <laughs> wow. Just. Worst Santa ever. <laughs> Fast forward 25 years. No, actually pretty Not tame. the he worst did, Santa he ever. He didn't pee himself on a, on a kid. <laughs> oh, oh. This is like OG bad Santa. OG though. bad Santa, yeah. But yeah, so Margot Kidder at the beginning of the party, Jess is, or not Jess, uh, 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 Barb. 
Barb is drinking and she gets a call and they're like, we've got a call. It's your mom. And she's like, oh, okay. Hey mom, how's it going? You know, and the first thing her mom, cause she picks up the phone and the first thing she says is, yeah, hey, I've had a couple drinks. No, I'm not drunk. Right. So that's her first thing out of her mom's mouth. It's like, are you drunk? Right. Are you drunk right now, Barb? No. What? Hi, mom. No. Right. At a Christmas party. God, it's all really subtle, isn't it? It is. This mm-hmm. it's really like low key. So used to being beat over the head with backstory. It's like this is a different kind of thing. This is a '74 by a good director too, yeah. and with a killer script. Honestly, this the writing is. And he wrote solid. it, right? Wrote and directed. No, different guy. Oh. <laughs> um, I was gonna say Roy Schneider, but that's wrong. I think the guy's name is Roy. The the guy who did the screenplay, Roy. Call something. me Roy. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, her mom in but by, by the end the beginning of the phone call is kind of confrontational. But Barb's like, oh yeah, we're good. Right. But then we cut away and we watch the other girls. And when we come back to Barb, she's utterly deflated, and right. she's like, "Sure, mom, that sounds great. Yeah, good to talk to you too." And she hangs up, and then she goes downstairs. And this is when she starts hitting the drinking hard, and she's talking to their That's girls. Right. And she's That's really sub- ramps up. Yeah. yeah, and she's subdued too because she's like. Hey everyone, my mom rented a ski chalet up in the hills. Who wants to come? But she's to- the air is totally out of her. So that phone call with her mom just wiped her out. Yeah. And then two of the girls who don't know her that well are like, "Sounds great," but and then the other one goes, "Um, no thanks. I already have plans." And you're like, "Oh, her family sucks. They're rich. Her family's like really rich and detached and super judgy." So that explain that's Barb's explain backstory. So I, I loved that. The, it's her way to rebel, and not even rebel, just deal with it too. And like then eventually, yeah, and eventually the drinking, the drinking, her re, her motivation for drinking. Well, one, she's an alcoholic, mm-hmm. but her motivation, her like stated motivation for drinking shifts because it starts because her mom pissed her off, and then Claire goes missing, and everyone is looking at her because she's a drunken mess. Right. So now she's drinking because she doesn't want to deal with the fact that everyone's blaming. Her, her, dis- for, her dis- yeah. or Claire's disappearance on her. She even says, "If she's dead, you'll blame me for that too." Yep. And then she blasts another glass or whatever the fuck down. Probably cooking sherry. Yeah. <sighs> there's no one drinks anything in this movie but cooking sherry. Actually, it's straight from the sherry. I red, think is what it says on the bottle. Straight sherry and red wine vinegar. It's just like <laughs> why are you guys and doing some of it's toilet sherry. So. She fishes that pint out the back of the tank. That was gnarly. So, you're gross. As soon as she opened the lid, I was like, oh no. Don't do it. Don't do it. I was, I didn't think it was. Tank water's clean, but not out of that toilet. Do you see that tank? That was fucking gross. That tank had been upper deckered exclusively for six months. No one actually poops in the bowl. No, they just squat over the tank and shit on the house mother's bottle. And God, dude, when she puts that bottle in her mouth, she's not like sipping. She's like, I'm going to. Yep, she screws it into her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, that and the toilet that scene is when she's taking her gums all the way off. Oh my god. Oh my god with right. the toothbrush. Just uh. giving herself her seating gums. And, you know, and then she like, swishes her mouth out with sherry and you're like, you uh, have a problem. Yeah. Look, I love to drink, but I'm gonna go ahead and say that you love to drink too much. Yes. <laughs> and you know those are nineteen seventies bristles horrible. and they're all like oh, they're a made wire from, brush. Yeah, they're made from steel wool, yeah. <laughs> steel wool toothbrush. <laughs> Got powdered toothpaste. It was her hus is her husband used to do it to clean brake parts. Use it to oh, clean brake parts and now she's uh, just like eh, Nobody has ever married that woman. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> <laughs> so Barb says the fucked up thing about you can't rape a townie, and Claire right. goes upstairs, 
And now we get into the artsy bit of this movie. The first artsy bit. Right. Claire walks into a room and closes the door, and there's a moment where she she walks back and pulls her clothes off the hanger and turns around and walks, and we see POV through a clear like garment bag. Mm-hmm. So it's through like this plastic bag. We see a POV of her, and you're like, oh my god! And then it shows us when she's walking away. You can kind of see the outline of Billy's face and his mm-hmm. hands. And they they never take him away. He's always there. And when she walks into the room and turns back, you realize. We only see him because we know he's there. Yeah. But if you didn't know he was there, you, you would never see him. him. Yeah. So every time she <laughs> looks at the bags, not seeing shit. No, she ain't, she sees nothing. But we can see Billy. We're like, oh yeah, my that god. That is one of the things that this movie does exceptionally well. Is that that Greek thing that we can't remember the name of is showing us the thing. Yeah. Showing us the bomb, but the, everyone else in the room, no one else no knows one else there's knows a bomb. The bomb. Oh my god. So we we see the timer ticking down, yeah. and everyone else is like, get out of the room, 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 get out of the room. Get out of the room! Get out of the room! It blew up! It blew up! They all blew up! They all blew up! Fuck. And everyone's dead. Right, and she dead. even goes, "Who's there?" And right, you're like, yeah, like she oh hears the sound. The bad guy, lady. The, the killer fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> but like that, we both knew, we knew it was coming because mm-hmm. the cover of the DVD is is, that? is uh, Claire oh, with, with a bag, bag over, over her head, head, dead. With the the plastic is pushed into her mouth. In her mouth. I had a question yeah. about was, that. Oh, she's yeah. Either breathing. She was breathing in. That was her last gasp. Was she? I think my. I think she yeah. like screamed out, and then the and bag then, hit her, and she. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Dude, that that plastic is so deep in her yeah. fucking mouth. It's yeah. cool. the it's actress like. Out of Danielle. Yeah, that actress did really really well. But when when the acting like for real. Like, I think they just killed her. Probably. <laughs> this was '74. You could still kill your actors right. back. <laughs> but uh, when they when the actual kill happens and he like pulls Burst. the bag out, yeah. there's a he makes that whoever is playing Bill. I can't remember his name. It's like Ken Hurst or something like that. But we're gonna do the commentary. Dude, we're gonna watch the yeah. fuck out of that commentary. But dude, that that sound that he makes, and he it's like, and he grabs her. But it's so fast, and again, like with big speakers, there's a huge bass punch right there. Oh my God. So it's like, Bleh! and then it's did we over. both jump? Because we both I was jumped. Like, and we knew, she's right there. You know she's gonna die, but it yep. didn't fucking matter. No, I was matter. like, oh God, oh my! My toes are just like that. My toes are curling backwards till they break. I'm just like, holy shit! That was so scary, man. But there's a moment right before it that I love, which is the way the shot is framed. You see the garment bag in the background, and you you. I think it's when we know that he's there. I've soured all my knuckles, <laughs> but we see uh, <laughs> we see we know that Billy's there. I kind of want to just like suck on your knuckles now. <laughs> so delicious. It's just the starter. You don't want it. Mm, oh, it's yeasty and weird. <laughs> yeah, yeasty and weird. It smells like fruit booze. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, it smells like cherry. Straight cherry. <laughs> Oh my god! I should do a sourdough and think of a clever name for this about sherry. Anyway, not my important. Sherry, um, bread. <laughs> bread, more bread. Just please. you just ended up yeah, the bread. bread. Oh, but there's a shot where we see Claire, and she has that poster, that like rock and roll poster, that musician yeah. to the right, and we we see Billy in the background, and we see Claire, and the there's guy. A couple of times you see him. Without seeing him, it's yeah. Amazing. But what I'm talking about is the f- the choice to have her framed between two. Because oh, the okay. the guy That's on the poster saying. is turned to his right, so there's two men looking at her right now. 
Mm. So she's she's standing in the center of the frame, and there's eyes on her from two directions. That's crazy. I love how you pick stuff like that up, dude. <laughs> this is what I watched for. Also, the cat is a male. The, the cat is a male? Did you oh. see yeah. cat wiener? What? How do you know the cat's a male? Because it's got a boy name. I mean, oh. it could be a girl. Is, was it Dwayne or something? Or Claire, she, says, Clarence. she says its name like 15,000 times. I know. Times. Kent she, Chester. Chester! No. Chester Guadnum! Chester Guadnum? <laughs> what? <laughs> I never mind. That's a brand of cigarette. <laughs> uh, when I smoke, I smoke Chester, Chester Guadnums. <laughs> <laughs> Unfiltered and only packed with dust. Right. Dust from a tobacco rolling f- floor of a factory. The old Chester Guadnums. 27 cents a cup right. plus tax. Plus tax. Only available in North Carolina. I was going to say North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, oh, Jesus. Oh, I dude. think you guys spend too much time together. Maybe. <laughs> We're getting oh, marriage branded. Dude. <laughs> dude, I just got back from North Carolina. I got a whole trunk full of Chester, Chester Guad- Guadnums. <laughs> Man, I got pulled over by the stadiums. I'm like, don't check the truck. Yeah, don't check the truck. Jesus Christ, please don't check oh, the truck. Oh God, I got six or seven dollars worth of Chester like Guadnums. Fourteen dollars, ninety-two cents worth of Chester, Chester Guadnums in the back. I'm gonna do a couple days in the pen for that. <laughs> what I like about them is you can take a little mini smoke break because since it's dust, they take about they, seventeen seconds to they're smoke. They're done before you light them. You light them, they burn straight to the middle. <laughs> Then they hit the wet clump. You gotta suck real hard to burn through that. And then you huff the dusty ash into your lung. I love a good chest of guadnum. Uh, <laughs> so nauseous right now. It's gross. Uh, you know, and <laughs> guaranteed one in every pack's got a roach leg in the middle. <laughs> You know, because you get like that finding the price in the, in the in cracker jack. You get that uh, that like nutmeg, that little flavor <laughs> hit of nutmeg. That's a roach leg. That's what that is. That's for free. That's we, to- <laughs> we toss that in for nothing. Those packs don't cost any more than other ones. <laughs> Trust. <laughs> My cousin smoked a smoked a rat poison pellet once out of a chest of gu- oh. guadnum. God rest him. Really? I mean, honestly, you can just look at the cottons. It's one big fucking uh, Russian roulette. <laughs> it's like fucking who knows? Who knows what's in that fucker? Hey, look, I still smoke them. People still eat blowfish. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? The danger's half the people, fun. People still shoot drink cleaners. Every, every t- everyone boils shampoo and honey. Everyone's smoking Chester Guadnums and, and doing Rails a Comet. It's like- rails a Comet. Look, yeah, could be my last night on Earth, but I could get hit by a truck tomorrow, so why not smoke why a Chester Guadnum? That's the ad. Could get hit by you a truck. could get hit by a truck tomorrow, tomorrow, so why not smoke a Chester Guadnum? <laughs> The actor in the background fucking falls over. I love your your made up word. Guadnum? Yeah. It's like it's Guadnum. Like, it's like, it's so like close. your body yeah. part. And like guano. It's halfway oh. between guano and guadnum. <laughs> Duadnum. New South American Chester Guadnums <laughs> made with real dust and guano. <laughs> it's their <laughs> it's like their premier like brand. <laughs> Uh, Only available in Mexico City. <laughs> Wrapped in cigar paper trimmings <laughs> like that are all taped together. <laughs> the guano's all up front because that's, right, that's that's where, where the, the flavor, flavor is. is. <laughs> we are getting marriage, right? <laughs> I'm not jealous. 
I don't know. But when this podcast makes us rich, we're getting into the cigarette game. Seriously, dude. I can start smoking again. (laughs) Measuring (laughs) measuring flicks. The Chester Guadnam. The Chester Guadnam. We have the weirdest bar cart. We have the weirdest things. You should cut. Yeah, come and party with us, folks. We'll pour you up a big old. We're doing key bumps of comet. Key bumps of comet and smoking dust. (laughs) Drinking snifters of blue curacao, baby. Straight sherry. Straight sherry. Straight sherry. But you have to go to the bathroom. It's only available in the back tank. (laughs) Pine punching. Yep. Oh, okay. So. What movie? Black Christmas. <laughs> um, uh, so Jess, uh, Miss Juliet herself, super when, fucking hot. When she, yeah, yeah. When Birds was saying yesterday, I don't, I don't know if this is mine to share. Do you want to share sure, it? Sure, go for Will it. You share it, share it. I, I think it. maybe I had a sexual awakening watching Romeo and Juliet in. I school. know that I did. In middle school, oh. we had to watch Romeo and Juliet. Is this Romeo plus Juliet, the one with Leonardo? Leonardo no, this is like it's legitimate like OG. OG Shakespeare. I don't know if I ever saw it. It has um, like a lot of like just all legitimate like Shakespearean actors in, in, in it. It's fantastic. Okay. It was one of those like required watches in middle school, I think. No, for... I did see this. I yeah, definitely I had to I feel see like, this. I feel like you see her breasts in it, and she was like 15 when I think you're right. Out. It's the scene where she's like with the nurse, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. this movie distinctly, because when I was watching it, I was like, I was watching it in high school, and I was like, are we allowed to? Yeah. Let's take it back. Because I was like, because I'm like 13 <laughs> I'm sorry, watching that in school, I'm like, what? I'm like, hold yeah, up. No, I think the teacher even now. says, like, we're not going to, this is the movie, this is Shakespeare's, whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. there are going to be female breasts in this, but, like, it's only for a moment and, like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's part of the film. Don't be fucking stupid. Don't be weird. Don't be weird. And, and 13-year-old Carl's like, those boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, 13 I love Shakespeare. That's probably where my love of Shakespeare comes from. There it is. You're like, if I do Shakespeare, I might see more boobs. Olivia sees boobs. You're like... (laughs) I gotta do more Shakespeare. How many many plays have boobs in them? How many? All all the Shakespeare plays? Even Sonnet's got the boobs? Little did you know. Sonnet's got the boobs. Let me tell you what, Sonnet's gets the boobs, too. Little did you know. Little did you know, every time you're on stage doing Shakespeare, it's all men. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's all right. I'll suck a dick for Shakespeare. (laughs) That's like a big, weird, oblong boob with a nice, big nipple on it. Just... Afterwards, laying in bed with the Chester Guadnams. You know, after chugging cook. <laughs> Nothing, that's the ad right there. Nothing I like better after chugging cork than a good dusty Chester Guadnam. <laughs> Did I say that right? Chester Guadnam? How much am I getting paid for that? Oh, we're still rolling? Don't have enough film for a second take? I'll just do it again. Nothing I like better after chugging cork than a Chester Guadnam. <laughs> Is that good, guys? It's close enough. Am well, I done? If we weren't paying them, I'm just going them, so. <laughs> Look, I'm leaving. Just give me my $5 in my heroin, okay? Okay, thank you. Don't say that on camera. Don't fucking tell me what to do. Can't run that in the States now. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> anyway. This is why you can't find Chester Guadnams anymore. Yeah, because the ads just bankrupted all the lawsuits, all the lawsuits lawsuits from kids being like, "Mom, what's chugging cock?" (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Dad's like, something your mother doesn't do anymore. <laughs> Throws a beer can at the television. A lot of marriages broke up marriages over those, over this, those yeah. first couple Chester Guadnam ads. <laughs> okay, so. Black Christmas. <laughs> oh, God. God. <laughs> but okay. no, so uh, Romeo and Juliet, sexual awakening. Got there. Yes. This was all because I... I, I agree with Bird. Yes, my whole, the whole reason we went down that rabbit Sorry. hole is because I couldn't this remember her name for a second. Olivia okay. Hussey, yeah. So when she's on the phone with Peter at the beginning of the movie, and she's like, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And he's like, don't play games with me. I've got a recital tomorrow. And he's she's like, hold on. I'm going to talk to you later. Which, by the way, Jess could have waited like one more day to tell him that. Oh, well, I feel like he's been blowing her off, though. Yeah. To yeah. practice for this but because he's with the music okay also he's a piece of shit he is a piece of shit he is a piece of shit my this is my only defense of peter right here which is you've been blowing me off for three days peter Uh, yeah i'm i've been like burning my brains out studying for this recital that will either make or break my career for three days so if um let's just hang out for like hang on for one more day i'm gonna do my recital and then we get together we have dinner you can talk we can talk all day and she's like no, I want to talk to you two hours before you have to do the most important thing you've ever done. Fast forward. Peter, I'm pregnant. I'm going to abort it. Anyway, good luck with your recital. Okay, he's been blowing her off for three days. What's one more day so he doesn't f- totally fucking bomb his life? Was Come he on. Gonna, well, was she going to be gone? No, I don't, I think, don't think so. Think so. My, so oh, was she staying over the holidays at the house? Uh, yeah, all the other girls had left for the holidays, and it was, like, the three who were staying. uh, They didn't go to chalet because Barb is still at the house. Oh, right, 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 right. So it's, like, they're they're hanging out for a bit, a little while longer, and I'm, like, I don't, that's the only part of the movie. And, again, I don't like Peter at all. I think he's scum, but, like, that was a shitty move on Jess's part, for real. Yeah, I don't know. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, like, fuck him. Like you're blowing it off for three days. She got some pretty big news. But like, listen, I know you got to recital in two hours. This is the, we're gonna have we're gonna have a fucking minute. I'm pregnant. I'm gonna abort it. Good luck. Bye, fuckhead. You should have talked to me three days ago. Yeah. Then they also like they just shouldn't be together, or she shouldn't have told them. To I again, I hate Peter, but I'm yeah. also I've also done shows and done yeah. gigs, and it's like you know, okay, we're gonna walk out onto Webley Stadium and play for twenty thousand people, or like it's not even that. It's like, okay, if I nail this. My career mm-hmm. as one of the most difficult jobs in the world. Concert a concert pianist. pianist. I will have secured my life's dream. You know, he could have just like played not such a piece of hot garbage. That too. He was fucking up because I, the, I think I don't the impli- think he was fucking up. I feel like the implication that was like- is he was fucking up because um, because Jess had rocked him and that's what blah blah blah. Because yeah. she's like, why did the how did the thing go? And he goes, how do you think it went? And it went bad. Right. Which is weird because my note was I actually liked what he played. I well, thought it, it reminded cool. me of like like King Crimson or something. I, like, I dug it. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was cool. It was like Hated. I'm like it's like experimental dark mm-hmm. jazz kind of. I, I liked it. But anyway, that was my only note was like Jess, you couldn't have waited like what is it like even it's because it's recitals that night, twelve hours. Mm-hmm. Meet him Maybe after she the didn't recital. Mean to tell him. It she, was a moment of like fuck. Well, we cut. Right. You being such a prick. Well, we cut. Here's this thing. We cut. Fuck you. To right. her saying it. So they're chilling, yeah. and he's at his piano, and she's like, "Peter, I'm pregnant." And he's like, "That's great." And she's like, "I'm killing it." And he's like, "Whoa, that's less great." Now I'm Peter, and I'm mad, and I'm stupid, and I'm I hate women. And I'm, oh my god, he's such a dick. He yeah. is. Ult- he's the ultimate dick. So. I thought I had this figured out when she's like, I'll talk to you later. I'm like, oh, they're breaking up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wrote down British girl breaking up with her boyfriend is good depth. And then I said, Jess is pregnant. 
What? Wow, Peter wants to wants them to have a baby and thinks he has a say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, God, he dude. wants to make her a housewife. Yep. I'm yeah. gonna marry. You can still do all of your dreams and be married to me. Go and fuck take yourself. care of our kid well, by yourself because it's f- a 70s. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Dude. I think there is. Okay, <laughs> now th- again, not defensive Peter, but defensive the film. I think there's more depth here. Oh, there is. Then then is readily apparent. There's a, there's an extra layer of nuance to this because Peter says, like we, Peter again, not defending Peter. Peter sucks. We he clearly sucks. Peter is terrible. He sucks, Peter. But. <laughs> Couldn't help it. We were talking about cops earlier. Not too long ago. But he goes, he's like, we're going to have this baby and you're going to marry me. And the way he says it is like ultimate shit. Oh, yeah. I have a note about, well, that's a really, that's a one way to, to propose. It I wasn't guess. a proposal. It was a command. It was like, you're going to, yeah. And she goes, remember when you told me all the things that you wanted to do and I told you all the things that I wanted to do? And he's like, I, you can do all the things you want to do. And she has a line right there where she goes, I don't want to marry you. Yep. I think that's the extra layer. Even if Peter's totally in earnest and he's like, yep. let's get married. I don't care. It's like, no, but I'll watch the kids. You travel. Mm-hmm. She's like, the thing is, I don't want to marry. Yeah. You. That list of things right, that yep. I want marrying you is not on that list yep. anywhere. I like that little extra mm-hmm. layer where Peter holds out like Peter sucks, but he holds out that branch of like, go ahead, do whatever you want. And he's and then she's like, "Uh, but I don't want you, though. Right. And he's Mm -hmm. like, whoa, I'm going to go. Like it was didn't expect that. So you weren't wrong. What? You were wrong. She is breaking up with him. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. she ultimately (laughs) does. (laughs) Ultimately ends up breaking up with him. Um, we already know Margot Kidder's a fucking drunk. Yeah. The drunk is drunk. We established that so many times. Okay. So okay, she has a very special way to use her inhaler too. <gasps> yeah, what? with her mouth fully open and sideways, upside sideways, upside, upside down, down. <gasps> three quarters inhaler, <gasps> and not like holding right. it in her lungs at all. Just, just I had a nightmare. It gave me asthma. No, you had an asthma attack. You already have asthma. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hence your inhaler. Hence your inhaler. <laughs> I had a bad dream. It just gave me asthma. But. That is a total. Don't work like that. Don't work like that. But, but, you and I, Carl, you and I have both woken up hammered drunk and said (laughs) strange things that don't make sense. Fair enough. (laughs) Oh, God. I ate the pillow and it turned my baby face into a head hardness. Yep. Hold on. Wait, wait. Calculating. Recalculating. (laughs) Recalculating. Buffering. 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 (laughs) (laughs) What I meant to say was, I think I just pissed in the bed. Just gonna drink a whole bunch of water and a home for the bells. <laughs> I'm gonna be hungover if I don't drink this gallon of water immediately before bed. Hope this doesn't come back in half an hour. <laughs> drug logic is the best logic. Yeah, it's like this is a good move. Glug 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 hey, glug, glug, glug 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 yep. glug. Thank you for never pissing for in the never bed. Pissing You're drink welcome. a gallon of water and take a sleeping pill. Hammered <laughs> drug. Great. Why am I having dreams about about? You just wake up in the morning. dreams. Wake up, you're like, oh, my head. And you turn to your wife and you're like, you know, I had. Have you ever ever had piss dreams where you're in the bathroom and you're peeing in your dream? It's so. You never not pee. It's so weird. Oh, boy. Anyway, I think it's weird. I woke up and I don't have to go. And then you look down and you're like, why are you loading? The sheets are all like. (laughs) Plastered to you. There's water on the carpet next to the under the bed. He pissed through the bed, 
through the box spring. <laughs> Your dog is sitting at the end of the bed. It looks easy. I'm disappointed in you. The dog so, is. Yeah. The dog gives you like, the slow shake and walks out of the room like, I'll take myself out. <laughs> By the way, mom left a note. Right. <laughs> All her stuff is gone. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding? The dog be gone too. Right, the dog yeah. is gone too. Um, so <laughs> the note is right from the dog. The dog actually closes the door behind. <laughs> Quietly. Quietly. <laughs> okay. So Black Christmas. Yeah. Um, when after that awesome piano recital, mm-hmm. this is when oh. this is in the movie when we find out about clarinet girl. Clarinet girl's mother's acting is amazing. I love little moments when we can shout out people who have just a bit just part. Just a bit to do. Yeah. She has like one, t- she has like maybe 10 lines where she's explaining how her daughter went missing to Lieutenant, it's either Lieutenant Fuller or Officer Dump Bumblebutt. Pants. Dump pants? Um, what? Bumblebutt. Guy. Bumblebutt. Oh, yeah. Bumblebutt. Yes. <laughs> Sar- desk sergeant. And she's sitting there. I think she's telling it to Fuller because that's when the guy busts in and starts yelling at desk sergeant. Right. And they bring him in. So she's telling mm-hmm. it to Fuller and she's mm-hmm. like, her the her performance there is so like pitch perfect like kind of distraught quiet woman trying to still be polite but terrified out of her mind she's doing that thing where she's like well and her her um her friend came over and said that Sarah hadn't shown up at her house. It's there, like there's yeah. these perfect hitches and pauses where she's like, "Okay, I can't lose it in front of this cop. Right. I need to just." And she's all alone because her husband is what on the road or something. Yeah, he's yeah, like he's a away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so she's all alone trying. It's to amazing. This out. And you know what? While we're on clarinet girl, we talked about this a little at the beginning of the show. But again, I, th- you brought it. Up, you brought up the rapes. You brought both of them up, Bird. The rapes and the clarinet girl. Are they even related to Billy? And this movie gives us nothing Mm-mm. at all on I which... I think we assume, but then there's no there's evidence There's no evidence support. at all to support... You could be like, maybe he's starting out, like, right. trying things out, like when he's, serial he's killers his kill animals the, or something. Right. Oh, like, this is him graduating. I just remembered a fun bit of trivia. Not a sad, kind of fucked up bit of trivia, but it's fun for our show. Um... NBC had a heavily edited version of this movie and they were going to play it around Christmas in 1978. And they're like, well, let's, okay, we're going to do the midnight movie Black Christmas. And we, it's heavily edited. All the cunt is taken out. All of the like really violent shit is taken out. And they went to air it and they were set to air it on like December 28th or December 27th or something like that. And on December 16th, a bunch of girls got murdered in sorority houses oh, shit. in Florida. And uh, the network, people were writing in and they're like, please, you cannot show this movie. Don't do it. Don't do it. Guess who killed all those girls in 1978 in Florida? That was Ted Bundy. The Ted Bundy murders stopped this movie from getting shown on television. Why did I think that that was in Wisconsin? Uh, No, you're thinking maybe Dahmer or Gein. Those are both Wisconsin boys. Uh, Yeah, Bundy was Florida. I think it was. It's like their big university. <laughs> <laughs> there for a lot. It's a. There's a part of that campus now where you get a, you get arrested if you go there. And it's there because it oh, used shit. to be. A, it used to be a hazing ritual for the fraternities and or for sororities that you had to walk the path. The because Bundy went on a killing rampage throughout oh, the campus shit. and they would follow his route. You'd, your hazing was you'd have right, to walk, follow the Bundy route. Follow the Bundy route, and now it's it's like, like a they, it's against campus rules. They'll like haul you in, oh, and you get in deep shit. But that's so cool. It's a good it's a good hazing ritual for sure. <sighs> walk the Bundy trail. That's fucked up, but <laughs> um, 
So I have a note. I, okay. Well, what do you think of Margot Ketter? Not necessarily in this movie, but just in general. In general, garbage. So really? I love. Yeah. I like so her in I Superman. Like, I like <laughs> Superman, but I never liked her as Lois Lane. Even as a kid, I'm like, ugh. I just don't like her. I just don't like the. I just like a face. I like her. I, I like garbage. the only thing. <laughs> the only thing I like Margot Ketter in is I like her as Lois Lane. And I like her in Superman, but I don't think she's ever actually been drunk. She's Nicole Kidman again. Oh, no. I think she's one of those. I mean, she's been drunk. She's giving it the Kidman. Really? Yeah. But she doesn't remember how to make that. Because this is bad drunk acting. I have a note. This is probably some of the worst I've ever seen. Oh, Kidman. Well, we know Kidman. She she has the statue for best. (laughs) Best. Worst. Best. Worst. High acting. Inebriated acting. Yeah. But no, this is like really bad. No, sadly, I mean, you don't want to have bad things happening. But I think Margot Kidder went through like similar, like, uh, like. She fragured it. She, she had a lot bit. of substance abuse problems. Yeah, I think so. Because she she popped back in uh, Maverick when Mel Gibson brought Maverick back. Yeah, that movie. Mm-hmm. She was in that briefly, and that was like her little comeback. Comeback. But no, she like went away for a while. Ooh. Yeah. This. So she's only ever been blackout drunk. Maybe. Probably yeah. She's never been like a speaker, <laughs> but I don't know. I could be completely wrong. Maybe she's just like I don't remember the. And also, it is a Hollywood thing too. I mean. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr., dude. Yeah, did you see the trailer for Avengers Endgame? <laughs> Fucking it. Dude, anything he's in and anything that's got Avengers slapped on it. Yeah. I don't even drive to the theater. I just wake up and I'm at the theater watching yeah. it. <laughs> like, and I have a large popcorn and a big old smile on Fuck my face. yeah, dude. <laughs> but, anyways. Dude, Mar- Margot Kidder is in this. This is weird for me because I'm with you. Other than Superman, I don't know how many times I've seen her, and I feel like the other times I've seen her, I haven't been that impressed. Right. But other than this little bit of like, do you know there's Charles for three that I ate? And I'm like, you should probably have gotten drunk like once or twice and then like filmed it and then done this. But other than that, there's a lot in this movie that I like from Mm -hmm. her. Um, I hate this. It's not She's really. She's a bitch. You hate her. Yeah. So. Yeah. She does. She does bitch really well. And one of the things that I really love about her is it's it's kind of performance by her, but it's mostly cinematography. Her death. Can we talk about the Dario Argento's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dario the, Argento's Black the, Christmas. The crystal unicorn. Oh, oh my god! As my soon as god. I saw that thing, I was like, I hope he stabs her with mm-hmm. that, dude. And don't they, you remember? Yeah. I, and they double tap that scene. Yeah. Because she, he's in the room. We see the unicorn. He's looking at Barb, and then we hear, Oh God! And run up the yep. stairs. It's like, Oh, asthma. I had asthma. I'm so okay. Inhaler. Oh, bad inhaler acting. But it's. I'm with you though I'm with you I, The bad inhaler acting Doesn't take me out of it It's one of those like it. This movie has touches Of like bad good in it And yeah, I think yeah. that's one of them For me So she's like Okay I'm gonna go back to bed And you're I like I was just like What is she doing And you're like Whoo Safe Dodged that bullet They closed the door And then You see the hand Wrap around the unicorn It's like Agnes mm-hmm. Don't tell mom What we did Agnes And then we get that Fucking awesome shot Of the just the eye just Billy yeah, standing at the it. edge Of the bed And she opens her eyes And she's like I'm drunk And I'm inhaler high What's <laughs> going on Who is that Is that a killer guy And then It's literally Something out of Suspiria If If mm-hmm. If that If Okay <laughs> I would like to see That scene With this underneath it I just want that like that goblin Suspiria yep. score underneath it. Yep. Cha 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 
the glass swans falling in like sort of slow motion i was like shoot yeah, man cool. was this a dvd thing or was this a uh, when there was certain scenes where her hand is up and covered in blood and there's stuff in the middle did it mm-hmm. look like frames were jumping yeah okay so it's in the movie i fucking loved it and i'm like if this is a glitch it's the best glitch ever there were a couple of those like little weird because when like you see the thing come down and then there's these great shot it's all totally lighting you can barely tell what's going on and then like crystal dagger thing comes up and you like the whole thing because the light hits the crystal hits the blood everything goes red it's for like a second kinda 70s trippy yeah it's mm-hmm. so amazing it's 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 like this it's like suddenly the movie turns into an art house film yes, for like 35 seconds so. what a great yeah, this is like the, the most death. art house slasher kill ever that was yeah uh, outside Besides of Dario uh, Jello movies, but like Jello movies, Jello Jello movies, but like this this was my favorite kill. Mm-hmm. For uh, this is my favorite kill. I love every time we cut back to that dead body in the yeah. attic. <laughs> like Claire's death is more disturbing, but this was so stunningly shot. Damn Barb. Um, Let's yeah. let's jump back to piano recital because now I'm just going through my notes. Yeah, that and speaking that speaking of artistic shots, that when we cut to black and we don't realize it, but the black is the lid of the piano, and when that Being falls, it's over, like yeah. the, I didn't know what I was looking at at first. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Just happened? He just oh, he just knocked he, the top of the fucking piano off. And the sound design, <laughs> I had this shit cranked, dude. Yeah. But like all the strings on a piano oh going God. at once. And then I'm like, oh man! And he picks up that. It's By the way, stand, he needs yeah. to do mm. some curls, dude. He, can't. he can barely pick up that stand. What? I just realized that's probably not his piano. That's probably the no, college's that, piano. That's, that's and belongs to the conservatory. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, he can't afford that piano. Do you know how no, much? A, that's, do you know how much a baby grand piano costs? It's probably a Steinway if it's a fucking conservatory. If it's so a that's, conservatory, that's yeah. a. Big bunch he is of bills. So that's, fucked. That's a it, lot of money. I mean, he's dead. Even then, it's probably like, fuck. Fifty G's. 50 probably. <laughs> Maybe more. It takes, it takes a year and a half to make a Steinway. So yeah. So he he grabs it and <laughs> over his head. <laughs> bang, dude, the so sound. I'm a weak artist. Yeah. I okay. don't have any upper body strength. I can understand the like like oh the destruction of the musical instrument, but I can also understand the we're making a movie and that was incredible. Mm. Yeah. Hearing the destruction Bang. of that piano Fuck, yeah. and how and I love this was this almost not not Steve McQueen, but it felt again art house where they're like, mm-hmm. let him keep going. Keep filming him until that thing like either gets stuck or something drastic happens because he hits it like four times and then on the fourth one it sinks in Mm -hmm. and he's busted through the bottom of the piano and probably like busted through the strings. But watching him destroy that piano, dude, that was just amazing. We've already had weird piano string music (laughs) in this. There's a lot of it. After that, it's like after he destroys the piano, it's almost exclusively just people plucking the strings of a or piano like, ding, or ding, hitting a bunch ding, of them or whatever yeah. and what's crazy is the whole score is that way but you don't realize I didn't realize what it was until after he destroys the piano because when he's yep. destroying it you, you hear, hear it that. and then the next scene has the piano sting which is why I was like ooh Peter's a killer because the score mm-hmm. is informing us of that interesting too. he's yeah. a piano player and the score is piano it's the and whole not only piano like broken hands inside the guts of a piano it's plucking genius. the strings it's, yeah. it's the movie sets you up to make incorrect suppositions so well. Subtly, yeah. It's I really I love this movie. Upstairs. <laughs> oh, I hope, hope you don't mind. Hope you don't mind. I was killing some time. <laughs> like it's everything <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. short of that. <laughs> but um okay, so during that park search scene, 
I I pointed this out. Bird was not that blown away by it. Did you see the weird trippy reflection of the cop's face that was reflecting on nothing? I thought it was like. Did a, no one else see that? I thought it was like a car windshield or something. I watched it twice, and there's nothing behind the woman. There's a there's like a you can see a fire. You can see like people milling around, and then there's a reflection of a cop's face looking at her, and it's because you can Whoa, it's translucent. You can see through. I may his have been face. making a note or something at that point too. So it, I don't it, remember that. At it all. pops up twice, and I, I was Bird said car windshield, but the second time it pops up, I'm looking, and it's not a car. There's nothing there, but there's a reflection, and I don't know. Fucking weird. All he, right. What I think it may have been was. Like a, a lens error mm. Like a reflection in lens Of like something that's nearby Like get, getting refracted yeah. in Because the light is weird But it's it's amazing And they left it in I'm positive they left it in on purpose Because we, I, when I saw it both times I was like I don't understand what I'm seeing what I, yeah, yeah. And it puts you off kilter And it's like it's like this bereaved mother And there's a reflection of a very solemn Police officer's face like canted at three quarters Right next to her head It's so fucking weird looking I'm just like I, and, you, and it's again you can see through them I'm like this is tripping me out dude <laughs> It was cool it was super cool You know what else tripped me out The cat licking the plastic bag face uh, yeah, your eye went all. Oh my god! Your eye went all strokey for a second. <laughs> the cat jumps up on Claire's lap and is like, <laughs> "Oh, I just laughed because I was like, a cat would a totally cat would do eat that. you. The cat, yeah. the cat, oh, the cat would eat you. The, the fuck cat's up. bummed out because it can't get to the best bits, <laughs> yeah, the lips the, and the nose, like the cheeks, eyes. eyes. Oh god, yeah, all the fatty. It's going for it. Yeah. The cat's like, I can, I know, I can get in that. It's just a plastic bag. Where I want those lay, I want those layups. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like halibut cheeks. They're delicious. So can, here's <laughs> halibut cheeks. It's like fish tongue. Um, hey. Here's my note. Drunk sorority mom hook in the head hauled up on a pulley. Shit! <laughs> smiley face. Dude, when... Where's a, smiley face? My little smiley guy. Again, <laughs> this is one of those things where we see something and then the movie will like... Let's let this play out for another yep, couple minutes before he's standing yeah. as she comes up the ladder. And by the way, he is gripping that hook so so, hard. so tightly, dude. He his <laughs> his hand he's his hands are shaking with, and his knuckles are look like they're gonna break. Yep. I dude, whoever that actor is, especially in the end when he's trying to get in the basement and he's kicking the door and screaming. That was yeah. that terrifying, dude. All you it's see, horrifying, you see dude. that little bullshit lock. The little, I know, like, it's like that's like, not gonna hold. Yeah, it's like the little bolt lock, like the tiny little like pencil. Danielle's like, you don't run into the basement. I'm <laughs> like, you do if your killer's upstairs. Yeah. Oh my god, basement was the move. Yeah. Because you're where else are you going? You're fucked. <laughs> go the in the basement. Right. You could go through the kitchen, right. but it's locked. Like, I understood. There's no good. Dude, that where that go. door and yeah. just the screams. It wasn't like let me in. No, it was. Oh my god! Animal trying to get into. Oh my god! I'm like he was covered in drool. Dude, yeah. my yeah. brain went blank. I'm sitting on my couch and I like by the end when that scene goes when he leaves and goes, goes quiet, quiet. I realized like my whole I was like perched on the couch. I'm like oh, it's amazing. Yeah. The, the, whoever does that and when he's cl- back to the mom or the the den mom just clutching den that mom? hook well the house mom the <laughs> and she sees the the girl in the corner and she knows yeah, you can like, see oh, it she's like fuck. oh and she turns and that fucking hook comes down and then you see her go gets oh god dude good kills yep and you that, see no you see none of it you see the aftermath 
You see the you see the hook come towards her. Yeah. Then you see her feet come up. Your feet come up. One shoe falls the, off. And you see the the rope pulling on the pulley. And that's yeah, it. you see the pulley like, yep. and then she's just. And then the couple times we cut back to her and she's hooked she's like a, a hook fish. fish. Oh my god. Oh, it's so good. dude, it was such so a good. good kill. Um, a I bunch. I'm so curious, like, why the fuck is that in a sorority house attic? Well, she for yanking stuff up that yeah, because it's a that ladder's really janky. Oh. It's to that's get things into the, the attic. That's how we got Claire's body up there. Yeah, is the hook. Gotcha. So that's how they get okay. stuff up and down the right. Because gotcha. it's just that straight fucking ladder. Right, which is you can see the mom, the den mom's like house mom struggling to get. She's like, yeah. oh, oh, ladder. Oh sh- yep. shit, I shouldn't be so drunk all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm burping up sherry all day. Um, uh, okay. Sherry. Do you think the cat climbed up there somehow or like snuck into there? I think, I think the killer brought it. Oh, who brought it? Yeah, because we were talking about this. How did the cat get up there? But I'm like, cats get stuck in the walls of houses all the time. Yeah, probably they, has a little. They find yeah, yeah, they yeah. find mm-hmm. that little hole or that, that was little. My too. Yeah. Uh, in me and my brother's closet, growing up, you could take one whole wall. It was like two by. It was like a uh, like two feet by four feet or something. You could take the whole panel off and you could just walk around in the roof. That's crazy. Of the house, you could be like over the roof of the living room and shit. So I mean, there's there's chinks in the armor of houses so I th- I'm but I personally think Billy brought the cat up yeah I think Billy brought the cat up and was like here you he's go, like oh, hi. Oh, friend God. there's a there's a moment at the end which is uh really interesting I think it's the last phone call the one that goes really long where they're able to trace it which is actually echoes notes of real serial killer um like messages or calls when Billy's like sobbing and screaming and he goes stop me can did yeah. you he yep. says it like twice mm. in a row he's like drop me me and he's just like he's fucked up and you're like oh oh, oh shit. that's that uh if you can go on just go on youtube and listen listen to uh killer uh, murderer phone calls or oh, serial God. killer phone calls oh, <laughs> maybe don't maybe don't but like that or not that comes up man that comes up like please stop me like yeah, they want to be stopped yeah they're like this is horrible what i'm doing is horrible so when jess gets the call from Peter at the very end of the near the very end of the movie and Peter's like Jazz I'm crying don't kill the baby Jazz you kill the baby Jazz I'm Peter (laughs) right yeah (laughs) and Jess is like Peter don't cry I'm British and I'm so fucking hot Peter if you just like not cry maybe we could no I'm not gonna be don't be a pussy Peter and then he hangs up (laughs) And the <laughs> cop calls and he's like, "You want to tell me what that was about?" And she's like, "You were listening to that." And he's like, "Yeah, we, yeah, tapped, we tapped your, your phone. phone. We listened Remember to that? everything. We're listening to every call because we tapped your phone yeah. and missing people and dead girl. So yeah, we listened. And you, what about killing a baby here? Want to yeah. tell me about that? Interesting choice of words. And Phyllis, Phil is sitting. I think that's her name, right? Phil. Yeah. Yeah. So Phil is sitting with her. And as Jess is confiding to this cop behind Phyllis in the background, you see a shadow. The shadow, yeah. Uh-huh. That's some fuck, dude. Dude, yeah. Billy's like ten feet away, and that's my favorite. When they find, when they go and like are settling Barb down, and she, after she had an asthma shark attack, in the water moment because it's the fin, dude. This is like mm. Billy's in the doorway. Mm. Billy's mm. less than five feet away from him, and he's just like, mm. I love just that that POV yeah. too, because he's just like he's looking and just looking watching. and looking, and, yep. and then he's like. Not interesting. And he left. <laughs> Not interesting. And when Jess is on the phone with Fuller and she's like, 
yes, my boyfriend is. And I'm like, fuck your phone call, dude in the shadows. Shadow. Dude, that shadow is terrifying, yep. dude. That like, it's just, and it moves a little and bit. And isn't it like just, right here for yeah. her? And mm-hmm. she just never turns and it's looks right at it? It's right behind Phyllis. At first Phyllis. I thought it was a shadow of Phyllis, and then, but it's not moving at the same time. Like, oh, that's somebody else Yeah, Phyllis in the sits hall. still, and then the shadow keeps oh, moving, shit. and you're like, Oh no! <laughs> How long has he been here? How much more pee can I sit in? This is horrible. <laughs> uh, and then they get, dude, that, cr- and then fuck. There's there's a lot of good jump scares in the end yeah. when Phyllis is like in the kitchen and she turns and dude's m- motherfucker's in the window, just like looking in. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck was that about? Yeah. Search party guys show up and they're like, hey, we're search oh, party weird. guys. How's it going? Well, there's a dead girl. Did you, you better know? lock your doors. That guy, I, my I, note, I, shotgun search party guy. He had that barrel in Jess's face the whole time. Five times. Yeah. Like he'd lean forward and be like, you guys aren't safe. I'm like, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, your shotgun's in Jess's eye socket, dude. What are you doing? It's not a microphone. You're He's not just <laughs> flagging her again and again, just swinging it around like, yeah, this should go off at any time. I got, I got a jumpy finger to you. I almost Whoa. feel like they weren't actually part of the search party. They just right. like made their own search party and they couple were just of, like walking around. Neighborhood couple watching. yahoos, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the vibe I got from those guys. It was like, it was like two... Like Why the fuck ancillary characters right. from Strange Brew right. wandered into the movie. All like, hey, where's that Bob and Doug McKenzie? <laughs> this is Canada. Wrong movie. Ah, fuck it. Grab a shotgun. Oh, except oh, that hey, is Bob Claire. and Doug here. Claire oh my god, is, yeah. yeah. No, tell her. Tell. Claire's the main chick in, uh, in Strange, Strange Brew. Brew. She's the heiress <laughs> to the Elsinore Brewery. Stop it. Yeah. Yep. I know I saw her face and I was like, why the fuck? Why do we know her? I know her. her. It all comes together, baby. I love Strange Brew. I could snap your neck like a twig. I could watch the dog roll up the roof. We on repeat for probably an hour. That's one of the movies we went and saw at the state. We don't, we seldom do it. Well, we're getting tight on time? Okay. We're going to just burn on through. Um, my next note is, oh shit, Jennings is dead. These phone calls are amazing. My next, look at my next note, Carl. This one right here. Uh, get out of the house, Jess. No, Jess. That one, dude. I was trying to take notes. You're like, get out of the house. I would. <laughs> one word. Word. I wouldn't. I refused to look away from the screen. It was after they called her, and they're like, "You gotta get out of the house." Oh my god! And he's like, She's "The like, killers." Like, oh my god! Look, don't tell her the killers in the house. Listen, yeah, listen, Jess, the killers in the house. Super important for you to know. Killers in the house. Don't go upstairs. Jess, you're Jess. Your kids are probably, your friends are probably dead. <laughs> Shouldn't have said that. Uh. <laughs> Don't bother with your friends. He already murdered them, like, for hey, sure. there's a pizza across the street with your name on it. Dude, like, here's Seriously. what you do. Here's, right. You ready? Oh, here's the move. Bucket of chicken. Oh, hey, Jess, it's just me down at the station. Um, The officer that's outside just called in. He had a couple questions for you. If you wanted to go out and uh, just uh, Except confer- he's fucking dead. Yeah, but right. then she's out of the house. True. He's dead. She's out of the house. Don't go back in the house. Mm-hmm. Or like, seriously, my thought was, right. all right, I'm booking it outside. I'm kicking the dead cop out of yep. the car and I'm driving my car away. Yeah. Or even better, like, it doesn't even matter. Just be like, uh, okay, so listen, we got... The the cops are on their way back. It's a patrolman who's never been to your place before. So would you keep an eye out for him? Just go to the sidewalk, put your coat on, go out to the sidewalk, and just he's going to be there any second. Just make sure you're out there so he can see you. Or you could go literally anything. Just your friends are in danger. The killer's in the house. Good God, for God's sake, don't fucking go upstairs. They're dead. They're dead. Um, no. Jess. Hello. Hello. 
Oh, Fuller's <laughs> going to fucking kill me. <laughs> well, that's fine. That's fine. Jess is probably just going to a cabin to f- have sex with her boyfriend. You got a weird Flergberg in there. I did. I, I'm pinching it. I'm forcing <laughs> it in there. <laughs> um, Billy's mad screaming is perfection. Mm-hmm. The basement shadows are perfection. Billy's silhouette in the basement windows is perfection. Nuts. Yeah. Even Danielle's like, ooh, that's a really good shot. Because like, it's yeah. not Billy. No, it's it isn't. Peter. It's Peter. And you're like... With his weird fingers. Oh, my God. It's so great. Dude. Oh, by the way, Margot Kidder's hands are fucking scary looking. They look like a man, a, a male boxer's hands. They're oh, like, they're like meaty? They're clubby? meaty and gnarled, and they're huge. Like, she, there's a moment where she's taking a drink, and I'm like, did they get a stunt arm? <laughs> <laughs> she's got the, the weird. Yeah, she's got like guy standing behind her, like with his painted nails. <laughs> Where are your hands are like yeah, exactly. Behind. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't figure it out for the longest time. We're gonna make a drink so much booze. <laughs> <laughs> Keep drink. Oh, here comes oh, your hand. She's trying to deliver right. lines. It's like splashing. <laughs> <laughs> but you're no dude you're right when Peter she's in the basement and they do I don't god the the version we have right now uh, I have right now is a 2k restoration from the original negative but they did not they intentionally didn't clean up any of the film noise like, oh it's awesome so they good, just good on them yeah dude mm-hmm. that, that there's a company that understands but when they get in the basement and when she's coming down the stairs like it's her face and her shoulder and like a little bit of the railing and then the rest is black yeah. this they, they nailed the blackness of the basement so fucking well and then i was so nervous she was gonna knock that dress form over and make oh my noise. god me too I was and like, then no, peter no, no, just no, no, knocks no, no. it out of the way but when dude peter's standing outside that window and he like kind of like sh- okay. slinks on over i have so many questions about this yeah about this why scene. You, why are you why is he there why the fuck is he there yeah why is he looking in the basement windows i don't know Peter, here's how my. How does he see he her was watching in the black the house. basement? What time is it? How long we got? Like mm. ten, maybe ten. Okay, we don't even like, we don't even need to talk. We don't even need it. to talk no, about have, it. Like at the no, no, very ah, at the so very end questions. when Peter's doing yeah, because you have early breakfast, you're yeah, late yeah. breakfast, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> when Peter, I think Peter comes back to the house. I don't. I don't think Peter leaves because they they end on bad terms where he, she's like he's like I'll tell you one thing right now you're not getting rid of you're not going to abort that baby and she's like. Right. Goodbye, Peter. Leave. And he, he hangs out. He's like watching the yeah, house he's from like across in, the street yeah. being weird stalker dude. He's already destroyed the piano. Mm-hmm. Like this baby, he is so fucking hung up on this baby thing. And we don't know Peter's backstory at all. And we still kind of think that maybe he might be the killer. Maybe he might too. be the killer. But I think there there's an explanation that allows Peter to not be the key, to be a brilliant red herring. And to because he he does get like angry and he's very controlling. We see him be super controlling a lot where he's mm-hmm. like, I'll tell you right now. You're, uh, here's what you're we're gonna, gonna do. Yeah. You're gonna marry me and have that baby. And I'll tell you one thing right now: you are not getting rid of that. But like he yeah. is hyper controlling. He's abusive. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't leave because things he didn't leave on his terms. So right. that's why so he's, he's still there. Out. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna wait, and I'm gonna we're gonna me and Jess aren't done talking tonight. It's like that. It's it's that crazy abusive boyfriend thing where you're he like, maybe was trying to get into the house and then realize that she was in the basement. Yeah, like he where, can't go in through the front door. Everything's locked. He's gonna. He's like, fuck it. I'm gonna get in the oh house. Oh my god, everything is locked. Yeah. So he's like, I'll break in. I'll break in. And he then just, he sees. Outside. I think that might be it. He's holy shit! So long. He's like, fuck it. I, I'm gonna have this goddamn conversation with. We're her. not. I'm All going the, back in to I'm talk back to her. In. All the doors locked. <laughs> fuck. And then he's like looking through. He's like, wait, Jess, are you in there? What are you doing in the basement, Jess? I was, but, I was totally gonna not break in. 
But now, but now I, I'm, you I'm seem, gonna totally kick the window. You in. seem like you're in the bait. Yeah, and that was scary, dude. Yeah, when he busts that window mm-hmm. in, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, if Peter's not the killer, Peter's still fucking crazy. He's a real asshole. Also, yeah, he probably walked past that cop because wasn't he like across the street? Yeah, he walked he was. past the dead. I don't cop think he saw him though, because he he would avoid to get into the house. He, he would, would avoid the, the cop. cop. Yeah, you're not gonna walk past the sentry into the house. He probably went around the block, came around the right. backyards. Yeah, but dude, yeah, like so he's he's. Tr- I like that theory. He's like, I gotta get in there. I gotta find a way in. She locked me out, and maybe that's why he's like, Oh, just locked me out. She thinks she can lock me out. Fuck her. That I bitch. Can get into I'm the gonna break into the basement. Yeah. She breaks in, and he's coming. He's like, Jess, what, what are you doing in the dark there, Jess? Hey there, he Jess. Gets killed for How's being going, a dumb Jess? Asshole. Mm-hmm. And then I love when the cops show up and come down in the basement, and they got their flashlights, and she's over there, and she's like, out of it because she just murdered her boyfriend, yeah. father of her soon-to-be dead child. And um, <laughs> like they're shining, and they put her in the bed, and they're like, "She'll be out for three or four hours." And the sedation, you like it. You're like, "Good, she needs some rest." Yep. Until everyone leaves her you're alone, like, what are and you're you like, doing? "She's sedated." They killed her. Yeah. She's sedated. She's fucked. Oh my god, they left her alone. But that would make sense if the killer was Peter, and Peter is dead. Mm-hmm. God, dude. Okay. And then we get the outside of the house, quiet, Ring. no score. The whole credits. Yeah. That phone rings for the whole credit, yeah. dude. And then cops just standing outside smoking a <laughs> yep. cigarette. He's smoking a chest of what? <laughs> He's like, egg. He smoked in that credit sequence, he smoked 10 chest of what? All right. So, mm-hmm. final thoughts. Dude, Black Christmas. Personally, Bird and I have already talked about it. This is a new Peterson yep. family Christmas staple. We're going to spin Sweet. this shit every year. I'm actually really excited to see the remake. Yeah, I, me too. I've heard on a couple of podcasts I listen to, I've heard the remake is really good. It it does pretty fair for a horror movie on um, IMDb okay. and on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah, me too. Because like, like I said, I was a bit bored, but not to the film's fault. Like right. That was my garbage. Yeah. Bringing that in. I thought this was a great fucking... And it set the tone... I mean, not set the tone... It was. It's the blueprint for fucking. It is. Yeah. Almost yeah. every single horror slasher. This. Flick in, to if come you watched this in Texas it. Chainsaw, you could see every That's slasher yeah. for the rest of time. Th- these are mom and dad. Yeah. Mom. Ma- yeah. This is Black Christmas is the mom, mm-hmm. and Texas Chainsaw is the dad of slasher movies. Yeah, that Dude. chainsaw is definitely a big old whirring dick. Even though Leatherface has makeup on at the very end because he's oh. wearing a woman's oh, face. Oh wait, maybe it is the mom. What Texas Chainsaw? <laughs> No, you're crazy. Leatherface is the mom. I no, see. I say Billy. I say. Oh God, dude, Billy and Leatherface. What two great iconic like killers off out the gate? Love it. Way to go. I love it too. Black Christmas. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Any final thoughts, Boo? I will Any never watch thoughts? Christmas Story without watching this. It's gonna be a double feature. A double feature. Let's watch a Christmas. Oh my God! Every time someone's like, "Hey, do you want to watch a Christmas Story?" Be like, "Yeah, but yeah. you have to do some work first. Yep, <laughs> Black Christmas, and then you cool off with. I will watch. I will. Lo- I would love to watch a Christmas story with you, but first, let's watch Bob Clark's finest feature. Yep, <laughs> hour thirty-four is not a whole lot of your time. No, it's pretty lean. Yeah, Black Christmas was a good time. All right, so that's it. Everything, everybody, good. All right, man, we're, we are a listener-supported podcast. If you like what we do and want to hear more of it, head on over to Patreon.com/slash Max Peterson, where you can find a fuckload of bonus yes. episodes. Man, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. We are, we we worked Wong and Wong. Wong and Wong. We worked Wong and Wong for you for that. 
It's fried rice, you plick. Oh, God. <laughs> Lethal Weapon 4. Lethal Weapon 4. Mm. Shame on yeah, you. Yeah, subscribe to our Patreon and uh, find out what we're talking about with Lethal Weapon 4, because holy fuck, there's That's right. a lot there's of a, episodes over there every, for you right every now. Every month there's more content, and if you're not a patron right now, December, I'm telling you right now, this year, December is the month yeah, to jump on in. board. So, like uh, 17 bonus A fucking lot of them are on their way. Half our year. <laughs> <laughs> recording went into that. Literally, yeah. Literally half our recording year so far has gone in, just gone into yep. the, the, the patron episodes for December. It's bananas. Fucking awesome. It's super fucking awesome. So, we and uh, speaking of patrons, yes. uh, thank you, Casey Shibe and John Shibe. You guys are the bomb. And this Christmas, spin Black Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Do it. You can cool down with the Christmas story. It's fine. Watch it. Leg lamp and, and fucking... Leg, leg lamp and leg red lamp, rider beat me gun. Soap and mouth. It was soap poisoning. poisoning. Oh, I told you not to. You no. Anyway, <laughs> life boy. Um, thank you, Danielle Pelshaw. Yeah, I will see you soon for breakfast, and then hug you and kiss you. You're my favorite. Place. Sorry, we ran late. I forgot to make Sorry. him coffee, and we were listening to Black Sabbath it's before we. <laughs> Uh, Love you, boo-boo. Finally, we have to thank, as we always thank, Connor Sweeney. Thank you so much for your support of the show. Happy motherfucking holidays, Connor Sweeney. Yeah, buddy. Happy holidays. Yeah. There, I like that. We were nice to him, dude. Mm -hmm. That felt good. It It felt good to be nice to that fucking idiot. Anyway, <laughs> uh, measuringflixpodcast at gmail.com. And, um, you know, this Christmas... Don't answer the phone. Don't answer the phone. Or just run outside. Don't be Do an answer the phone because those phone calls that you're going to get this Christmas are Super baller. Weird.